Does it work this time? Okay, good. There's always an issue. There's always a problem. It's never my fault. Right? Like the song says. It's not my fault. Good evening. How are you guys doing out there? It is whatever day. Wednesday, middle of the week, I suppose. Numbers are meaningless. We live in the void of death. Who who cares what day it is? Nobody's ever cared. Nothing matters! Lots of... Hey. Somebody's got to give these fucking anti-hate writers something to do. I'm a fucking cottage industry. I put food on tables. I, I put food on communist tables. I em, Nearly empty plates all over this country. The cottage industry. And I got my violin right here. <laughs> but as for the rest of me... Just trying to stall for time. Okay, I think everything's under control. Turn it down, Phil. Kids sleeping somewhere, probably. What's going on, guys? Uh, what are we going to get into this evening? Probably lots of crazy nonsense. I've decided I'm just going to start talking about whatever the fuck I want as soon as it starts, like Tucker Carlson does. It's so kind of off-putting. I, I never really got it. I just was like, never really. How do you, like, what do you, how do you begin? How do you, and he's just like, hi, I'm Tucker Carlson. The world's on fire and it's probably your fault, you know? <laughs> what oh that's as far you know you're already in he's like a he's like a rapist you don't even know it's too late it's already happening before you can stop you're just oh well i'm in a tucker carlson show now it's too late (laughs) two seconds it's too late you don't you don't have time to go i'm not sure if i want to let you no you can't change the channel yeah tuckler tuckler and his cia father um, I've heard of that a few times. I thought that was interesting, but he did he did an interview recently with Andrew Tate, who also apparently, if you didn't know, I didn't know, but apparently his father is also from the Central Intelligence Agency. Phil, can we get a numbers check on that? Can somebody can somebody look into this? What the odds are of that? Can we can we run the numbers that two super 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 successful media personalities would be meeting each other? And both of them, their fathers probably work together. <laughs> it's weird. Despite being from different countries and all, you know, I don't know. I just thought it's Can we look? I just want to look. I want to look in a book. I don't want to read a book, Breezy. I know you're out there. Look in a book. In the Talmud. Dark Lord They Them says there was a coma guy who, oh wait, this is from the other night. 
And I think I got it already. But yes, the guy that woke up to president. That was funny. That was fun. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Alternate reality where you just. I mean, you, you wouldn't be able to be mad about anything. You would just be so overwhelmed by how completely insane everything's become that it would be like the movie Idiocracy. It would be almost exactly like that. You would just be like, I don't even, you know, you're like, whose side am I on? And you're like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. This is a client. This is a circus. Um, I don't know if this is from last week. I don't know. I'm going to read them anyway, because I don't know where they came from. Pilot Mike says citizenship is meaningless without exclusivity. That's right. And Nigel says spent the last 24 hours in the woods. Tell Philip he's a dick. He will know why. I don't need to tell. He know he knows your thoughts. Telepathy, dude. There's nothing, uh, you can't hide anything from him. Wallbanger is now a monthly supporter. Thank you very much on Rumble. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's an option there where you can do something and it just, it just steals your money every month. You don't even have to, you know, it just happens, you know, like a car, like a Tucker Carlson, you know, uh, ambush video. Good evening. I'm Tucker Carlson and I've changed your credit, charged your credit card for another $15. There's not anything you can do about it, and I'm going to be charging it a lot more again in the future. I'll probably be using that money to Slava Ukraine. <sighs> Good, thank you, Tucker. What would we do without ye? Um, is Rome okay? Odyssey was giving me a hard time. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on here. YouTube, okay, everything seems to be working. I'm just see, it's a train wreck. I don't know what I'm doing. People just come here to watch me flail. You know, if you want to see something flail. You want to see something? I'm, I'm, I'm really, I cannot wait. I guess it's going to be Chicago. What is the first American city to just go full escape from New York? It, it is just no longer a place anyone will go. It's like no one wants to go there. The people that are there would leave, but they can't. How, how long, what will be, which, because this is going to happen and not only happen to one, it's going to be, this is going to be most cities, okay? But which one will it happen to first? And I'm going to say my money's on Chicago. Or Chirac, as it's been collectively. Morgan loves this noise. The squeaky chair. You know, my rocking chair noises. She gets really, <laughs> she loves them. So I'm just trying to work more of them into the stream and uh, convince her, give her a, neurotic panic episode that there's something happening with her car it's just no no it's this this isn't the stream there's something i think it's a your tension bar i don't know what's that something with the brakes i don't know there's some noises going on in the car you better pull over baby. <laughs> chicago chirac murder extravaganza gun free zone beetlejuice did a great job running that place into the ground um, very liberal, very Democrat, very inclusive, very tolerant, very all of the things. It would, you know, reason, stand to reason that it is a it is a liberal paradise. It's a utopia. It is what they've always dreamed. If you give a city to, to you know, Marxists to manage for 20 years, um, that's obviously their city. They, they should lay claim to that, right? That's a long time. To be managing that city. President Obama was from that city. There's a lot of, you know, important Americans have come from Chicago. It, you know, it's, it used to be a very... <laughs> well, now it's a war zone. And um, what they're going to do now is they're going to be making $25,000 payouts for reparations in a test run for the whole country. <laughs> 
That money will be spent in four days, and the violence will be unprecedented. The amount I'm, I'm just telling you what's going to happen, and they're going to demand more. It'll never be enough, and uh, we're just you know this is just America circling the drain here at this point. Or at least parts of it. I mean, it's like a plane that's getting shot down and there's pieces of the wings getting torn off. And <laughs> We lost engine number four! Like, we're not going to make it with everybody, right? We're going to lose people. This is, this is not... <laughs> we've, we've taken some serious ground fire here, boys. We might have to cut Chicago loose. You know, there's going to be places that are going to be just... That's just that's just Mordor now. We just... We don't go there. <laughs> we don't talk about that place. <laughs> What's beyond the wall, father? Nothing but death and ruin, son. You must never go there. It's the forbidden zone. It's the fucking story of Lion King. I'm just realizing now. You had a strong, masculine ruler who was benevolent and cared very deeply for his kingdom, was a family man, was a good father trying to teach his son. And then what happened? And he says, never go the never go to Circulon. What's that place? Beyond the dark, the shadow. You must never go there. It's all about sodomy and transgender sexual... They're lactating out of their man tits now into the open, you know, the bird mouths of their chicken people. It's disgusting, Simba! You must never go there! Don't ask me why. Someone make a... <laughs> Where... <laughs> Where it's just, what was the, Mufasa was the dad, right? He's just staring off into the thing. <laughs> and the camera slowly zooms in on his eyes. And it's playing like that PTSD music. There's just screams and shouting and, he will not divide us! In the background, you know. All these things are floating around in his mind, you know. Kind of in an ethereal, transparent manner around his head. And he's like, you just must never go there, you know. He can't. It's too graphic to just... Simba's a baby. You can't tell him about this. It's like if my kid would be like, Dad, can we go to San Francisco? I'm going to be like, no. You you can never go there. But why? Just promise me you'll never go to San Francisco, son. <laughs> promise me! Never let your sister or your brother do it. Never go there. Send your enemies if you must, but don't go there yourself. And then anyway... So the shadow people, the communists of the Lion King, the hyenas, the goblin people. Ah, garb terrible. They just want give us stuff. We want things. We're special. And you have a usurper. You have a subversive, devious, trickstery, lying, weaselly fucking murderer who usurps, you know, the kingdom murders the king and then all and then he's like i'm gonna do it my way i'm so much smaller i'm just going to give everyone do as thou wilt was that was scar that was i'm just realizing how much you know philosophical wisdom there was in the lion king (laughs) i'm a fucking hardcore lion king bro now i fucking love lion king i'm gonna i'm turning the stream off i'm gonna watch it right now bye I gotta get paid. I can't watch Lion King. I, I gotta. I mean, I gotta go pay, buy it and get the special edition. So do as do as thou wilt. And what happens? All of the order breaks down. There's no discipline. Everyone just does whatever they want, and it's a shit show. The food goes to. They run out of food. Everything falls apart. The infrastructure implodes. Everything falls to ruin. Chaos. It's dangerous. It's unsafe. You know. So you know, like the Lion King. 
like introducing Chicago. So now we're just going to be like, oh, we'll just dump money on everything. And that'll make it better. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. That's the that's the problem. That's why there's been so much murder in Chicago. Why there's fucking 50 to 100 people killed in Chicago on any given weekend, it seems like. Um, the police officers call it Chirac because it's more dangerous and violent than their deployments in Fallujah, Iraq. This is a documentary. This was four or five years ago I watched this guy. It was just following him on his route <laughs> through, through Chirac. Dude's an ex-Marine. He's all tatted up. He's got bullet wounds. Fucking putting on his plate carrier and fucking, I gotta go to work. It's a dangerous neighborhood. And then in Canada, they're like, oh my god, they've got to cash off. We need to increase our bank accounts. Re emergency act. Re re emergency. Re emergency. Re. It's an emergency. Oh, and pay me $150,000 a year, by the way, because I'm the RCMP. What are those Chicago cops making? A 50, 50K? American? 60K? Something like that? About half. About half of what RCMP officers make in a fucking war zone. Oh, well. I think they should get paid more money. I think they should be paid. I think they should be millionaires. They should be paid like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Why is there so many... Why? I will pay someone to fucking... so my... I, I'm just fine. Fine. Let's just put wires and cords. Yeah. Look. Yeah. I'll just live like this. Fine. Where'd that? What, what was that white one even for? Oh my god. I gotta get out of this damn dungeon. <laughs> this is bad. Who thinks that's gonna be a good idea? I think. I think reparations payouts. How How are you gonna determine this? How do you, no, honestly, how are you going to determine this? Well, these people were slaves, so they all get money. Which ones? All of the black ones. All of the black ones? Yes, all of the black ones. What about the ones that were like the house slaves that basically policed the slaves for the slave masters? Do they get reparations? Do their descendants and ancestors get paid too? Even though they were technically collaborators? Like, So how does that factor in? Did you even do that? Is that being looked at or... No? And what about, uh, what if they descended from you know people that were never enslaved? What what if they came to America in like, you know, 1930, 1950, you know, what, like how, <laughs> just throw money at it. it. That's the problem. Just, just the people of Chicago don't have enough money. And then once they have $25,000 each, everyone will just simply go back to their homes. They'll start rebuilding the neighborhoods. They'll stop all the killing. They'll stop all the gang violence. They'll stop all the drug dealing. They'll stop all the arson and the attacks and the shooting at the police and the emergency responders and the infrastructure. And they'll just stop all that. And they'll be like, okay, now that we've got what we want, we got reparations, we got $25,000. Now, who wants to be an astronaut? Who wants to start learning, uh, you know, electroengineering? Obviously, that's what's going to happen. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that that's what's going to finally happen. Finally, Chicago is doing it right. It's been a long time. Nigel says, I read that already. Nigel, thank you. And then I can, oh, okay. I click it and it goes away. Good. Then I don't have to run through all these. Uh, they're always changing things on me. Full draw. What's going on, Donnie? I'm shrinking into my fucking seat here. You see, Vinny, Donnie, you see what's, you see what's going on here? I'm, I'm, look, I'm way down here. I'm fucking melted. I'm like a fucking calzone in the sun. Look at this. I'm uh, going to go a little mushy. 
<sighs> just sit up, you fat loser. Yeah. He says, hey, oh, hey, Vinny, looking like a made guy. I wish. Oh. We got to get one of ours on the inside, all right? We got to get one of our guys made. And then, you know, world's your oyster, or whatever the fuck they say. Camby Dread says, this man tit juice is way more gross than Mayo Maker. Just saying. Though, never mind. Our, never mind? No, no. No, no. We're going to talk about this. This is something we... <laughs> You specifically, can be dried specifically, needs to, needs to experience this video. Now, whoever is sitting next to Canby Dread, I want you to, don't even look at me, don't even look at the screen. Just watch her face as it melts off of her body, I, I, or he, I don't know, I'm assuming it's a woman for some reason. Their face is gonna, you remember uh, Indiana Jones? Ark of the Covenant? Eyeballs melting. That's probably what's going to happen. Check this out, Cammy. The first trans woman to have a successful uterus transplant, ovaries and eggs included. Oh, wow. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. First of all, how, and I, and I mean this on, I mean, I just already know there's going to be people that are getting, they get nervous and upset. They don't like talking about these things. Fuck you. You're a child. Go away. Uh, now that that's taken care of, imagine being, imagine this happens. Imagine they transplant a, a, a full womb, ovaries, and everything out of a woman, put it into this guy. <laughs> oh, somehow, and, and this works. And, and gets impregnated, comes to term, is born, and then eventually comes to find out that, oh, well, you're kind of a Frankenstein baby. Your mother is actually a man. You share no genetic similarities whatsoever. In fact, you're, we don't really know who your mom is. I'm not sure. Uh, we just cut pieces of one person out of another, put it in a, th a second person, and then had a third person's DNA mixed with that unknown first person's DNA where you gestated inside of that, and that's where you came from. <laughs> oh, okie doke! I guess, I thank you, mommy, daddy, that clears it up. The other kids at school will be definitely very understanding of this. <laughs> That, I mean, if I, if I came to learn that, I mean, I, I mean, that's like playing God and that would, that would, I'm just saying as a, on a personal note, if that were me, I'd be like, I would then call into question everything. I would have an existential crisis. Like they're just mocking the entire process of life creation, like it's simply a mathematical formula. It's like, oh, just carry the two, and we'll fucking go. Excuse me, what? Oh, yeah, you just carry the two, and you cut that open, and you put it. <laughs> See, this isn't even as like, and this would be de this would be demented. When I was a kid, it was it was. <sighs> It was something to wrap your head around, and they had, did a whole episode, seri uh, story arc on it on Friends to normalize it. 
and make it popular. And that was how some women were basically giving up their wombs for you know uh, artificial insemination from another couple's uh, embryos. So basically acting as like the factory that just made, we have the kid, but her factory's broken, so we need to borrow yours. And they just put it in. <laughs> so, and then that was like, oh, and I'm like, I guess, I mean, it, it's there. It is, I guess, but it would still be kind of confusing and fucked up to be that kid, right? It would be weird. But this is a whole other level of crazy. And and if you even survive, that is by the way. So I'm just I guess I'm I'm going too far in, in wondering if any any of these like it's just mockery, right? I just want to be the first transgender woman to have an abortion. I want you want the status. You want the status of being a transgender the first person like it's a good thing, like it's an accomplishment to kill a baby. You want to be the first one for your narcissist they're all narcissists. This is all insane. And, well, we've, we've created a culture of, uh, you know, this is the age of the narcissist and everyone's chasing attention because that's currency. And the best way to get attention is to be a victim in the society we've created. It's, it's predicated on, you know, victimhood. The, the, the best people are the most victimized. Uh, the more victimized you can be, the more sympathy that you'll get, and the more hand out, and the more pats on the head, and the more you're brave, you're such a... Vi-. So this has trained, you know, this generation. Kids see these things, right? And they learn subconsciously. They don't even know what they're seeing. They don't even really understand what they're seeing. But the patterns and the neural pathways in their brains are being formed, and the trenches being dug to reward systems that this equal happy if i do this those people clap and they like me and that's where that's where this comes from you end up with a male who uh (laughs) genital mutilation the whole thing i'm gonna cut pieces out of other people and i'm just gonna i'm gonna have a fake dick or maybe somebody else's i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna cut open some other woman's guts and rip her fucking womb out and staple that into my body and maybe maybe i'll get a walrus tusk on my head like what And we have to act like this is normal. Oh, this has always been like this. Why can't we do this? Why can't we do this? The fact that you that you don't see it is is to me proof of you know what I titled. I almost titled. I almost titled this the ferryman schism. <laughs> Because he brought it up first. And I was having similar thoughts, but he said the word first. And I'm like, that's exactly what... As soon as he said it, I'm like, yes. Um, there's many historical examples. You know, the church, different empires, Constantinople, Holy Roman Empire, Roman Empire, the Byzantine, all kinds of things. Something happens inside of an, of an organism. It could just be like a marriage. Okay? Um, wife cheats on husband, husband cheats on wife, whatever. Creates a schism. Creates a... Uh, it, there it is. There's now a division. There's something that's happened or there's something in between them that cannot be ignored. This is just here now. Like both parties are aware of this and you know, oftentimes depending on how bad it is is grounds for it. This isn't going to work out. We just can't we're not going to hang out anymore. This is just this is too much. And that can happen to a marriage, that can happen to a friendship, it can happen to a business, it can happen to a company, it can happen to an empire, it can happen to a country. And the fact that there are people, many of them, that are either 
completely our enemies, all the way down to people that would be sympathetic but are so afraid of the brainwashing and so afraid of the conditioning, they just dare not go against it. Deep down, they know this is fucking crazy. They all know. But some people will will go up and, and, like, and just be like, this is stupid, you know? And uh, lots of people agree with that, but very few, not not too many are, are willing to talk about it. But there's another group that is like, no, no, this is this is good. This is great. This is better than good. We need more of this. And I want to, like, that is, that, that is a fundamental difference in who we are as a human being. If you believe that, if you see these kinds of things and you're saying, this is good, this is great, I love this, I want to have more of this, and everyone should do that, you and I are so different that you might as well be an alien to me. You might as well be from the other side of the world. You, we, are, we could not be any more different. You do not possess, uh, or, or for whatever reason, think of it like AM, FM radio, uh, the, brain, the way your brain works and the way mine works works are not the same and for whatever reason you see this as a good thing and i'm good for you i see it as horrifyingly disgusting horrifyingly disgusting and uh, offensive in many many ways and um i yeah the horror it has it is it is horror you will live to see horrors man-made horrors beyond your comprehension and this is getting close I mean, we're, they're always pushing the envelope. So what's next? Who? How do you become the next? Once there is the first transgender woman to have an abortion, who's going to be the first transgender, intersex, interracial reptile of color to fuck? I mean, it just never ends. There's always going to be a new peak, a new mountaintop of virtue to climb to in your victimhood status or how unique and special you are because of what you like to put up your ass or what you like to do what you like to do with your sex organs apparently for this one it's to have lots of gay sex and have abortions so i i i'm going to say and it society has completely fractured and there's definitely been a, a schism a hard one there are people we lived through the last 3 years and it's proven it there is a, a sizable amount of the population not all of them but i'd say probably 40% of the population um are in lockstep obedience with the state no matter what happens. They will always do what the television says. There's no way around that. No matter how crazy it is, you're never getting through to those people. And the problem is the things that the state used to used to demand of you and used to say, they were pretty reasonable. They weren't too crazy. Um, and then they started to get a little weird. And, then, and it's just becoming too much now. So the tolerance on our end for this man has just run out. Um, so it could have, that, that's why we used to get along. We used 20 years ago. We all got along, didn't we? Pretty much for the much more than we do now. Right. And this is only going to get worse as things go on because we can see where the global agenda is going. We can see where these rich cocksuckers want to take us. They, we can see, uh, what they've, you know, got planned and all these agendas. I think builder, is it Bilderberg or no Bohemian Grove is this weekend, I think, or that's coming up. They're not rolling anything back. They're really, they're full steam ahead so it's we're doing this like the schism happens here pop and now we're in two camps now there's two world views this has started with covid really in my opinion when it in on mass the mass formation psychosis those people stayed there and now there's various scores and factions of people outside of that but all of these people are at odds with each other as well so there's not just the rule followers and then the rebels it's the slaves, and then 17,000 different factions of people that want to be left alone. 
who are all fighting with each other more so than more so than the machine at all because it's easier to do that than stand up and fight the you know the state or whatever but anyway let's uh i just i promised camby i would ruin her life so and i paused it or i muted it there we go to have a successful uterus transplant ovaries and eggs included someone else's not weird i want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion so you want to get someone else's eggs so you can kill one you want to you want to you want to be yay i'm pregnant so i can kill it i can have the experience now i'm a real now i'm a real liberal feminist woman aren't i i will let a doctor who has successfully transplanted a uterine complex before cut the organs out of a willing healthy transmasculine donor this is so cr- a willing i like that he put in the word willing as if unwilling is well that was an option we've chose to go with the willing donors for now <laughs> when you say donor we all assume it's willing so but the but the fact you felt the need to point out that they would be willing donors means you're you've also thought other things <laughs> I can't imagine this person would be mentally ill, would you? Place them in my body. I will devote myself, heart and soul, to their aftercare. I will have as much gay sex as it takes with as many trans women as it takes. When words no longer mean anything, this is the world we get. That's all I'm going to say about that sentence. And let the transphobes and homophobes scratch their heads, wondering what to make of it. There's nothing to make of it. You're a mentally uh, lunatic. It's probably not going to live a very long life, and you're probably... I mean, what's the what's the what's the range of life expectancy on these people? And you're not going to reproduce. You're not going to have your own family. <clears throat> so, I mean, you guys won't be around very long. Because you know who's going to carry on the gene pool, the ideas, the <sighs> culture, uh, pride of it of of the of the whatever the this is community. Because you have so many letters, guys, and you have so many. I don't even know. So whatever, whatever hieroglyphic, you know, rune sign I have to carve to represent whatever that is now, which will change tomorrow, fine. Oh, I <laughs> It's not, uh, it's not confusing. You're just, uh. No, no one's. You're, you're. It's very clear. It's. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not a mystery to us. You're, it's just. <sighs> but you can still be grossed out by it, and understand what it is at the same time. It's like uh, you know, probably when cops come in and they're like, "Oh, guy's fucking head's blown in half, and all his brains are all over the wall. And there's a fucking gun in his lap, and he's laying on the." <laughs> couch with a suicide note and an empty bottle of whiskey you're like geez i wonder what happened i wonder what could have happened we'll have to scratch our heads we don't know they're just too mysterious i think 
They're better people. They are better people. They're the alphabet people. They're just they're just special. They're more specialer than you. And that's why they have all their own days and weeks of times of visibility, which is 344 days a year. And uh, they need flags and crosswalks and <laughs> carnivals and festivals and just guys have to have their dicks out a lot, you know, and a lot of fetish stuff. And we need and we most importantly, more than anything, we need to have children there because where else are we going to get our numbers? Because you don't make new people, do you? We do. All the time. Since forever. But you don't. You guys don't make new people. So unless you get new people, eventually you'll all just be gone. Because you don't... You st- I mean, it shouldn't be hard to explain, but I, I can sense... That I, know, I know there's communists out there. You know, they... Ah, really? Yeah, I know. You're never going to get it, but you're stupid. That's why. It's okay. Stupid people are stupid because they're stupid. <laughs> stupid people don't know that they're stupid. That's what makes them stupid. Uh, Nigel says, is Toronto just Chicago with maple syrup? Tor- Toronto is something. Um, let's, let's... <laughs> Speaking of Toronto, where is that stupid clip? Do I have that or did I just... Maybe I just put it on... Yeah, I didn't even put it on... Uh, on my own notes for the... I just left it on my Twitter page like a jackass. Um, <laughs> this is very normal. This is the uh, the mayor of Toronto's new swearing-in ceremony happened as people are being murdered around the city. Woo! Quick, who knows what I'm going to say? How many fat liberal women are on the screen? <laughs> and this is the mayor of Toronto, and all these people are in the in the chamber, right? I think I know what your problem is. And um, maybe it's a cultural thing. Let's just maybe I'm being too hasty to judge the rich ethnic. History of whatever the fuck goes on in Toronto. Shitting in the streets, killing people. Yeah. You can feel the enthusiasm. No, no more of that. Three hundred thousand people in Toronto saw that and were like, "Yep, that's what I need. That's what we all need. We that's that's it. That's the mayor. That's what we need. That's the energy we need. These people." I'm sorry. Can I help you? This is the mayor's chambers. Uh, no. This is bro- This is gay, fat, liberal, lesbian woman Broadway. Oh, oh, same thing, same thing. I forgot, I forgot. My bad, Toronto. My bad. Great job! Great job on the, uh... uh 
I can't. I think Toronto's going to be our first Chicago, probably. Odds are. Vancouver's got potential. Edmonton's degenerating pretty rapidly, too. And Winnipeg is no slouch either. Calgary's pretty gross, getting bad. Um, I mean, you know, Halifax just has such a smaller population. But, I mean, per capita, per purse, down to per, it's pretty gay and pretty violent down to the low. It, it has had its moments in being incredibly diverse and enriched and lots of stabbings and shootings and killings. And actually, you know, a couple of people I know were just killed this year. Uh, it's, uh, so, you know. Dap, dap, dip, dap, dap. Vaccine injury. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain whatever the hell. I don't know what's going on there. This is what's going on while they're doing this. Shot to death outside of a safe injection site. Carolina Hubner Macarad, a mother of two young girls, succumbed to her injuries en route to hospital. She was caught in the crossfire while walking to get lunch, and she was killed in a particular area of Toronto, Leslieville, that I saw Greg and some other people saying is considered one of the safer, uh, more high, highly desired neighborhoods in the city to live in. I'm just going to go get lunch. Wah, 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 wah. No, you're not. You're dead. You're dead because Jamaican gangsters have a beef on your street. That's why you're dead. Bop, bop, do, bop, bop. Do, do, do. Ah, hi, everybody. I'm a fucking out-of-touched liberal zombie woman. Oh, God. I voted for Olivia Chow. Oh, Toronto, love me. Dun, dun, do, bong, dong. Ing, bong, bong, bing, bang. <sighs> you gonna, no? Just fuck them. Let them keep killing people. Who cares? Police are looking for three men. What kind of men? Did they look like Donald Trump Jr.? Who opened fire following a heated altercation. I can't believe that. Outside South Riverdale Community Center, which is home to a safe injection site. I can't believe there'd be violent, you know, uh, you know, unstable individuals around a city-designated drug addict site. That's just wild to me. I find I'm really having a hard time wrapping my head around that. That there that there would be unstable, potentially violent, you know, sketchy, as they say, people near a place designated for shooting up narcotics. In the old days, Canada, that used to be what was called a drug den. And that would be one of the worst places in the city to live near. The drug den where people are just going into flop houses and shooting up needles all the fucking time. And, oh, instead of doing it in that, uh, that run-down apartment building, they're just going to do it in this community center down the street from where you live with your kids. We have to keep them safe. We have safety safe. Carolina's not too safe, but again, they will always defer to the the rights and the welfare of, of, the, of the drug addicts, of the criminals, of the alien invaders and everything else. It doesn't... Safe injection... I mean, what, why don't you just say outside that, like just hang a big banner that says, we've just given up 
signed the Toronto police. We're not even going to try. Just do heroin in the street. Who cares? Just do it safely. Okay, just do it. So you guys are we even we're not even trying anymore. We've given up the battle to keep narcotics out of the out of the streets and out of our communities and out of our we just we're just accepted it now. It lives here with us. It's integrated into the economy. Yeah, it's migrated here and it's part of Canada now. It's gotten citizenship. It's been here for 3 years. 3 so that I I went and looked it up. I thought it was 2 years. It's 3. It's 3 years. You've been in Canada 3 years, you're a Canadian citizen. That's it. 3 of the last and it doesn't even have to be consecutive. You could be here for a year, fuck off for two years, and then come back for another two. Guess what? You're a citizen. You could do two years, leave for another two, come back and do one. Guess what? You're a citizen. Three years out of the last five, good to go. (sighs) Anyway, Toronto police are looking for the men who they will probably not find. Oh, a counselor tweeted. Thoughts and prayers. Right? Hashtag? Is there going to be a hashtag? The NDP made a tweet also. Oh, it's tragic. Oh, it must be shitty, he says. Nothing has been forthcoming from any of the politicians, in particular federal, like, uh, let me say my, I didn't write this. Who is this? Sue Ann Levy. Sue Ann Levy says, like my own MP Carolyn Bennett or the Prime Minister himself, who have enabled this terrible approach to drug addiction. Aside from retweeting Fletcher's comment, Chow said, nothing, while glad hand She's barely alive. She's retarded. Chow said nothing while glad-handing as if she was merely a mayor at a number of festivals this weekend, including the Taste of Lordstown and the Toronto Art Fair. Oh! <laughs> this is basically what I was just saying. They've been so short-sighted about their harm production policy. Harm harm production? Probably supposed to mean harm reduction, but she says production. Very nice. Very cute. That they've never anticipated the sites would become drug dens infested by dealers preying on addicts and creating lawlessness throughout the neighborhoods where they are located. They should have seen that coming. Uh, That should have been an obvious thing to say. And then, of course, this guy who, you know, did he die? Did he survive? Last I heard, he was hanging on in a hospital. Guy that was stabbed on the uh, TTC there. He was let out on bail multiple times, even skipping court appearances. I mean, hey, he's not a white guy with a podcast, though. Let him out of jail. Let him stab. Okay? He needs to stab. Stabbing is who he is. Moses Lewin, the 25-year-old stabber. He's a stabber, okay? He's a friendly neighborhood stabber who has to stab. It's what he sexually identifies as. A stabby, a stabster. That's what the knife emoji means on Twitter. When you see those Antifa accounts these with the knives in it, they identify as stabbies. They want to stab or be stabbed. They're into stabbing. Stabbing gets them off, okay? So, anyway, he's a stabby. And he's been let out on bail twice since June. <laughs> So two times. I had to fight for months, but he gets out immediately, you know. Oh, were you stabbing people again, Stabby? All right, back out. Skipping court appearances. Oh, that Stabby. Oh, isn't he just the wildest? He hasn't showed up again. Oh, that guy. Did you see what Stabby did this time? Well, what did he do now? He stabbed somebody on the train. Oh, Stabby. Old Stabby. What else did he do? 
In November, he was charged with damaging windows, possessing break-in instruments, being at large on release order, and carrying a weapon. Nice. Cool. Again, Stabby was somehow let free and told to show up at a January 11th court appearance, which he did not do. (laughs) If I skipped a court appearance, JTF2 would be hunting me across the planet. Rainbow Six would be deployed from an undisclosed military facility underwater in the South China Sea. That would be satellites positioned immediately to locate me. And, uh... <laughs> what a mess. All stabby. I mean... Is he going to have access to safe stab sites when he's in jail? If he goes back? Because he doesn't have to go back. Camby says, oh, yay. You're welcome. T-Money says, one prescription for maid, please. Well, they're, they cost... Three dollars, T-Money, no. It's at least $10 for a made prescription. Come on. We're, we're in a hyperinflationary period, all right? Things are getting expensive. F- milk, all right? It's going to be at least $10 for made. Come on, $3? $3 to die? No, we need double digits. We need double digos. 10 <laughs> CRJ says if they, if they can transplant a vagine, they don't, actually. They don't transplant the vagine. What they do is they cut the... I don't want to talk about it. They just basically take a knife to it and just <laughs> create a hole and go, eh? Yeah? Anyway, he says, does that mean double bonus hole? Sin sniz, deputy PM is possible? I've never had a stroke before, but I just did. I just did right then. Chelsea says, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, my God. That does a lot of brain damage. Can't say I remember the first woman to get shoved down the stairs or use a coat hanger to murder her baby. Losing losing aspirations, but right. What? And where's their statue? Where's the first woman that threw herself down the stairs to kill, to kill a baby? What a brave, heroic. I mean, well, shouldn't you have a statue? Heroic women throughout time. And then, of course, whatever that was should get a statue. Anastasia says, keep being awesome, Dags. Keep reaching out to the sheeple, neighbors, and strangers. Random acts of awakening. Can't let this be an echo chamber. Gonna run, but take my money already. I will. And I like that you brought that point up because I had uh, something similar I wanted to uh, mention. Wallbanger says, the Vancouver Starbucks stabber was named Stab Deep. He was. He was also a, a stab sexual. It's just how he, it's how he identifies, all right? And don't be a bigot. You're a bigot if you don't accept him for his stab sexuality. Uh, he says, a, a mockery, Wallbanger says. The, ad, the adoption... Okay. He says, activate the cleansing fire. I missed a whole bunch of these on Rumble. I'm sorry. I'm going to catch up here just from the beginning. Got you. <laughs> Wallbanger says, take my monthly installments for chicanery. Everyone loves chicanery. It's a great word. It should be used more often. It's old-fashioned. Sounds kind of violent. You know, it's a good word. Mary Jane's Crystal says, Do you still want my stolen money if it came from mayo chunky juices? Of <laughs> I know you're just trying to gross me out because there's no way that that I would have money. It's just, 
It's really chunky and slimy. I mean, I stole it, so you should be happy. No. No, I don't. I don't want it. Take it back. <laughs> Wallbanger says the adoption of the filioque resulted in perhaps the most famous schism. Uh, yeah. Stab deep. Stab deep and Stavros and Stabby Stabby Stabbington. And Mr. Stuckbard. Stab, stab more. There's lots of stabbing happening. Stabby McStabberson. They're stab sexuals. You got to let them do it or else it's a bigotry. Uh, right. So what she said. Uh, yeah. Here's what I think you guys should do. This is what everybody should do. I'm not going to tell them because I'm just too. I'm just. I just want to smash everything all the time. <laughs> I'm not much. Morgan is a great diplomat. I am not. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm not. But she's good. Um, when it comes to, because she said, you know, can't let this be an echo chamber. And you're right. Um, two of the kind of some of the factions of, of people I was trying to describe earlier, you have the ones that are just, they're never coming. They're gone. They're zombies. There's no one in, they're not even human. I don't think, I think they're NPCs. I think it might be real. They might be robots or aliens. I don't know. But outside the goblin people you have. So like primarily in Canada specifically, uh, but I'm, I'm, the situations seemingly to, from everyone I talk to the United Kingdom, Australia, mainland Europe, United States here, it's the same. <laughs> The United States is a little different. They have a different system and uh, different history. But overall, the people that you need to, that, that we would like to not be incredibly dumb are the traditional normie conservatives. Because instinctually, they know those people are fucked up. <laughs> they have their instincts and stuff still. They just, they're just, they're ignorant and they're captured by the same very sophisticated brainwashing. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't like brainwashing. Sounds kind of loaded. Sophisticated, uh, you know, training apparatus that exists across media, education, and so on. And even still, I think I talked about this, you know, last time. You just cracked. You just got to crack the egg, you know. Um, and the best way to do that. Is for and they're they're gonna have to ninety nine percent of them are gonna have to wait until this all blows up in their face, and the coping is just so outrageous that it becomes painful to cope for the CPC to cope for Millhouse. Uh, that's the only, then they're gonna start to bleed away, but it's gonna they're gonna they're gonna be they'll take a beating they're gonna take a beating for a while. But as that process is happening, before they figure that out, some of them will, some of them will just go. Oh, we gotta get and then it'll, we gotta get the cons out. It'll never end. For those people, the regular folks that are just, you know, with them, try to be patient, be kind to them and compassionate to them and understand that they just they just don't know. They're just they just don't know. They probably maybe they were like you were five years ago or ten years or depending on who you are, right? Before you knew anything, you just generally know those guys fucking suck and I want them to stop doing what they're doing. So I want them to make them go away. That's pretty much that's pretty much the extent of their their political knowledge. Like that's that's the <clears throat> that was their effort. That's their manifesto on the political situation of Canada. It was a couple sentences, and it, it basically get the libs out uh, because they're busy. 
They're busy with their lives and their jobs and all this stuff, and I understand that. Uh, I don't go around in the street yelling at people and screaming, you know, because it's... Uh, just kind of reserve it for this because it's more entertaining, um, you know, and that's kind of the point. And it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of cathartic for a lot of people. But in real life, no, you have to you know try to be patient with them and be kind to them and understand that you know this is they're they're trapped. They don't know they don't see it, and they could if they had the right uh, if they had some help. However, that being said, that that goes for like the people, right? Those are our people. That are being tricked and lied to and fucking taken advantage of by these pieces of shit. And that makes me upset. So I try try not to take it out on them and focus on the 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 one the the prominent members themselves and their influencers. Them, you don't you treat them with fire and brimstone. You burn them to the fucking ground because they're enemy agents. They serve the agenda of, you know, the global money. They do what they're not here for us. They're in the way. And they're the reason all of these people are misinformed and falling around and thinking, oh, pee we have to... Blah. It's because of people like that. It's because of these ideologues, these dogmatic people. Oh, we just got to get the libs out. As if it's that simple. As if it's that... If that's all... Geez, all this time. Decade after decade after decade of a increasingly ex- accelerating, degrading world. You know, the ent- <laughs> entropy stream dot live. Entropy is everywhere. Oh, we just gotta we just gotta vote the right guy in. And that's all. There's no greater system at play. There's no you know You're talking about stopping a freight train with like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll stick my hand out the window and maybe I'll reach for a branch as we rocket by and I'll grab onto that and that'll stop the train. <laughs> the amount of momentum push, you know, is not gonna be stopped. By a simple election, and not so, and def, certainly not an election that replaces one liberal democratic global communist with another liberal democratic global communist. They're the same. The guy can't even, I mean, they're so cucked. It's incredible. Soaker City says, Can we please get a look at the pictures of Zelensky looking like the kid at, <laughs> with lice at the Vilnius NATO meeting? Oh, yeah, I got that. Don't worry. Yeah, he's 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 gonna get thrown away. I don't. I keep uh, keep getting off topic. What the fuck was I just talking about? Somebody reminded me. Now I don't know. That's how fast it can happen. Shit, I was going to find a video of something, so it was something I was just talking about. There it is. I remember now. <laughs> Didn't take long. I'll let you take. Uh, you know, said, okay. I've been talking a lot, so I'm gonna let Greg talk for a minute because Greg rules. Check this out. Like, it's so simple to not take a photo with somebody wearing a shirt that says straight pride. I don't even want to talk about this, but, like, this needs to be said, okay? This t-shirt that says straight pride is not controversial. It's not even edgy. And all these people are saying it's hateful towards queer people. Thank a straight person today for your existence, straight pride. I mean, maybe it's kind of cringy, but... To say that this is hateful towards... No. It's just sort of like a tongue-in-cheek thing of like, hey, even if you're gay, you came from a straight couple, obviously. Yet the media and all of these leftists are so sensitive to anything that might ever threaten the LGBT2S play alphabet suit people that they're like, this is hate. This is hateful. No, it's not. And unfortunately, Danielle Smith and Pierre Polyev has proven that they are not interested in in 
fighting the woke. They can't even brush aside this cringy straight pride t-shirt without making some statement to condemn it. So what are they doing? They are bending over backwards. Conservative politicians are bending over backwards to pander to the most unreasonable, hypersensitive group of leftists who will never vote conservative to begin with. So they're not interested in standing up for Canadian family values. They want to appease liberal legacy journalists and people like this. Like, it's so simple to not take a photo with somebody wearing a shirt that says straight pride. Again, the schism. People like I and Greg and many of you are not the same as that. Uh, I don't want to say young man because it could be it could be a leprechaun. It, it could be, it could be a bull mastiff who identifies as a person today, but is also a stab sexual, but also is <laughs> really likes to put pineapples up their butt. I don't know. So whoever that, whatever that, whatever you want to use to describe, we're never going to, we don't see the world the same way. And not, and, and here's the, the thing though. It's not just on this topic. If you go to all of the, all of the really, all the controversial subjects in our culture right now, that being one of them, if you go line them up, and then on one side and the other, Who's going to fall on, on what side of the argument? So if you go the Rainbow Mafia, the Ukraine war, the vaccines, media misinformation, trust in government, all the way down. We're consistently over here and they're consistently over there. So it's not just it's not just the tr- and there's outliers, of course. But generally. The overwhelming amount of the time, if they believe that, they also believe all the other things. I've, I've noticed this for years now, for two years. And it comes down to there's an agenda being pushed from above. Government programs, government messaging, grants, encouraging it through entertainment, Hollywood, and so on. There's This is what's cool now. This is what we're doing now. That's always coming down. And there are people that just blah, 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 they just gobble. They need it actually. Otherwise, they won't know what to think about anything. They have to have daddy government tell them what to do. And we we're not like that. We, we're never. So they're they're the state demands are becoming crazier and crazier, and they're going further and further off into Looney Tunes. Like they want to block out the sun. You know, they're talking crazy. We, we're gonna we're gonna ban carbon. There's gonna be no oil ever again. Like they're insane people. So they're just going off to town, and these people are going with them, and they're trying to pull us along with them, and we're like, no. So we're literally, and I'm sure people have said it feels like we're being torn apart. No, that is what's happening. That feeling is real. They're being, <laughs> we're staying here, and they're going this way, and they're trying to take us with them. They want to go further and further into crazy land, and we get, fur- now look how far apart we are. We used to be like this. We used to be the same. And then pop, and then they just took them and, they're going further and further out to sea. And at some point, we just got to... Cut the cable. Cut the cable and wave and say, bye, have fun. We're not coming. We're not coming. That's the schism. 
We're, we're just not the same. We, we can't coexist with that. I can't live with the people like that. I can't live in a world run by people like that. I refuse, I, I refuse to do it. I will not do it. I will not let my children live in a world like the one they're building. It's insane. It's insane. And that's not like, oh, you're so... No, that's my deeply held belief. I'll die for this. You're not... You're not, you're not making me do any of this. I'm not coming with you to Narnia. It's not happening. Do whatever you want, but if you try and force me, I'm going to fight you, okay? So, it scares him time. <laughs> and they say, oh, well, if you don't... Uh, if you don't do what we well, we'll just change the laws so you'll have to do what we want you to do. Like they're they're underwriting their own destruction rather than they put in these laws and they and they write these uh, oh, policy papers and they push these ideas and they think it's going to keep them safe. It's going to keep everyone safe because threats to democracy. What they're doing is shutting down the things that would keep them safe, which is open and free speech and debate. That's what keeps things safe. That's what keeps things under control when people can talk about what's bothering them, what the issues are, out in public with everyone else so that collectively as a people, as a nation, as a family that we're supposed to be, but we're not, we're in 20 different camps now, thanks to these people going off to crazy land that I refuse to follow. It's, it's impossible to bring everybody together to do anything. You can't even redress the straight pride. What what message? They're so hyper sensitive to everything, and just like Greg said, and why? Oh well, because the liberal media will be upset. They'll get really upset if he if he doesn't. They're gonna he doesn't have a statement. Oh, you're like these aren't serious people. I have no respect for them at all. Like this is a cla- this is a joke. This is an amateur clown show hour joke of a country being run by buffoons and imbeciles a- at every turn. Where are the adults in this country? It- are there any? I'm genuinely starting to suspect that that's not the. Co- I know that there are and that they do exist, but they're not. No, none of them are in charge of anything. We've just given it all away. Oh, and uh, I don't see how they're going to, how are you going to bridge this gap? Like, how are they going to, oh yeah, sorry about the whole last couple of years. Anyway, back to work. I was listening to a panel on uh, Twitter spaces Veterans for Freedom was holding. I think it was, it was a public, you could go listen. They may even still be on. Talking about the state of the Canadian Armed Forces. And it's not good. It's very dire. It is, if, if I was in the position to advise on it, I would say this is a this is a national crisis that you must address immediately. Um, national security is at risk because if the military collapses, I think what they're planning to do, or what they're going to do, is just what they always do: maintain this facade that there is a military and it's super capable and powerful and functional and can do a, it, it. That's not the case at all. Meanwhile. Behind the veneer of this functioning, powerful, strong army is like 60 guys with a broken half-ton truck and like one gun. And they'll just run this right into the ground and just keep insisting that all is well. All is well! All is well. 
sunny ways. I mean, for fuck's sakes, guys, the deputy prime minister will go into your town and go to your grocery store and say, take all the numbers off these shelves. Now I'm going to tell you about how much more money you have and how much cheaper everything is and how good of a job I'm doing. They did that. They have no respect for you. This is a joke country. This is a fucking joke of a country. We're not serious people. They're not serious people. Nobody holds anybody accountable for anything. Nobody's taking anything seriously. Everything's a fucking joke. Nobody's accountable for anything. That doesn't fly in serious places. There's a account- Do you think you could get away with shit like this in China? Do you know what happens if you fuck around over there? <clears throat> Canada, though, man, we will. There's nothing we won't put up with. We love everything, anything, and everything. We will. We will go from being a country that, when I was a kid, something that was morally. I, it's unthinkable to me that this is even gone. I just grew up in this environment, going, "This makes sense." You know, I've, I know I'm not trying to sound like a hypocrite. Some of the things we were taught were very true and good because it's this is an ongoing struggle. And power and influence is being pulled out of the hands of the good and consolidated into the hands of the evil. And that's happening more and more every day. But it wasn't as bad back then. And back then we had things like advertisements telling kids, don't do drugs, you'll die. It's very bad for you. We love you. We want you to be healthy and strong and productive and have a good life. So don't do drugs because that would be bad for you. And here's what happens in, in this kind of thing. Also, body break. Go move your, go be in shape, you fucking losers. Or you're going to be fat and gross and nobody's going to want to fuck you and you're going to die. It's going to be the end of your child. You're no genetic lines going to be all over. So go do some push-ups, you fucking loser. And don't be drinking and driving either, you fucking... Now what is it? Now now we're uh, we're giving safe snorting ch- kits to children. This is in Quebec. A kit sniff? What, what? Travel pack. Oh, nice. There's a picture of a Snow White doing blow off of a fucking mirror, it looks like. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Health centers in Quebec. Hey kids, do you need you need help with your with your cocaine? Does it come with any is there a free baggie? Is there like a taster? <laughs> is there a quarter gram or something in there to get them like, oh try it, see if you like it. Like I don't know. I don't know how, why not? Safe supply, right? I think Well, I can't just think it. I have to. Oh, I, I got to just download this and have it on, like, have it on like, kind of the Rolodex, I guess, but I never really think about it. So anyway, there's just, there is a, there is a drug problem in this country, and I just think it, uh, you know, Canada's got, uh, they've got a new, a new, a new take on it, and I think you guys are really going to like it, you know? All across the country, Canadian kids, young and old, are getting drugs from the street. Overdoses, violence, diseases, and much worse. We here at the Government of Canada are dedicated to, of course, keeping you safe above all else. And we know that if our kids are going to be snorting, what's it called? Crocodile what? Flesh-eating disease. 
drugs have gotten crazy. And we here in Canada, we understand that if our children are going to be scoring hard drugs off the streets, then the responsible thing to do is to just give them the drugs ourselves. Introducing the government of Canada narcotics familiarization program. With the NFP, we'll be able to give crack cocaine to children, methamphetamines to teenagers, and everything in between. You want heroin on an 8-year-old? We'll get to find out what that's like. And all the while knowing that our drugs are 100%... I mean, say, I mean, say, how safe is heroin, right? But it's not cut with it. There's not going to be any zombie flesh-eating stuff and fentanyl and whatever, right? So it's better. So this is us keeping you safe. So we're just going to... As soon as kids start going to school, reading, writing, arithmetic, eight ball. That's how we're going to start great, great primary for kids. We're going to start them off with cocaine and hopefully transition later on to a more dangerous version of Chinese fentanyl. We think you're going to love this program at the NFP here from Health Canada. I'm the top doctor. And remember, always made is available. And until then, go fuck yourself, eat the salad, and die. Thank you. I love this country. I bet that'll I bet that'll happen. I bet someone will propose that at some stage. That's my dystopian prediction of the of the night. At some stage, someone will be like, well, if the kids are gonna be getting these drugs anyway, we should be giving them access to a safe supply. Oh, right, they already do that, don't they? I mean, they're working it down. They're, they're getting down to Snow White. So, I mean, I think we should be starting kids off on their hard drugs more like seven, six, seven years old. And they can handle a straw, right? We got to teach them how to do it right or they're, they're going to grow up to be fucked. If we don't teach our kids how to be cutting and doing lines at eight years old, what are they? They're going to grow up to be fucked. They're going to be buying it from God knows where instead of the pharmacy like you're supposed to. Just like dear old dad used to do. This place is a Frankenstein's monster of a... Con- I cannot... I'm barely handling it. I, am I? I don't think I am. I don't think I'm handling it well. Camby Dread says, The sad part is that these Franken people need vast amounts of medications to live. If all that collapsed... Well, exactly. They don't even realize... They're just property of pharmaceutical companies. They're completely scrambled eggs and brain... They're gone. They're not coming back. It, I don't know how you even fix someone like that after they've gone that far down the... <sighs> Good luck. Jenstein, what's up? He says, gross. CRJ, can you make us feel better? Don't ask him to make you feel anything. It's not going to be better. <laughs> Plutonimus says, this, the singing counselors reminded me of the dancing COVID nurses in the halls of quasi-empty hospitals. Are we supposed to just act like that never happened? Are we supposed to just go on like... I, f- I feel like the temperature in this country and many countries right now is such that if Canada was smaller, say the size of Eng- England, uh, Great Britain, or you know even France, it's a fairly large country, but not, but it's just so big, and we're so spread out, like horizontal. We're not even like all kind of packed into Ontario. It's like, but let's say you know it was a smaller place, and uh, you held an event, and you got like five hundred people to show up, you know. Or maybe a few thousand. I don't know how many you could get in, in one of these. People would come from all over the country, right? We could do this. And then you just get everybody in. You sit down. You take all the phones. You go, okay. And you 
turn the lights down, you lock the doors, and then you um, play one of those TikTok dancing nurse videos. And then you go, okay. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what? Sir, everyone stop everything. No one leaves until we decide what the fuck we're doing because this can't go on. These people cannot stay in these authority positions anymore. This is outrageous. They're doing choreographed dance routines in the middle of the deadliest pandemic in history. Are they? Really? My favorite, my personal favorite, was when CBC went to the hospital in Steinbeck, Manitoba, where someone I knew worked there and went in immediately following their broadcast of how fucking crazy it was from that day. So this went out at like supper time that day, six o'clock or something, uh, you know, at least out here in the east. And it was like, oh my God, it's just people are dying everywhere. They're in the parking lots and there's just blood coming out of the walls. And ah! uh, You know, you remember what the coverage was like. And then this nurse was like, uh, filmed it, sent it to me. It's like, this is an empty hospital. There's no one here. There's no one in the parking lot. There's no one anywhere. Like, here's, here's the wards. There's no, yeah, it's no one here. Here's the waiting rooms. No one. It's one person in there. They just made it up. And I'm supposed to ignore this? I'm supposed to ignore the fact that you'll just create fake uh, fear porn scenarios to drive people into a hysterical frenzy to line up for an experimental gene therapy injection dictated on by foreign billionaires. Cool. It's cool that you expect that of me. I'm not going to do that. That's crazy, and you're an idiot. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. They did dancing routines to make it seem cool and fun. It's cool and fun. How are they still dancing now? How are you dancing now? How come you're not dancing anymore? Probably because you sacrificed a quarter of your workforce, and now you actually do have a ton of sick people to deal with, and you're being run into the ground, huh? How close am I? Tell me. Tell me something good. Tell me that you hate me. Gun Goddess says, is now gay TF2 plus. Right, it is. Gay TF2 plus. Didn't you get the memo? I didn't. I, I'm not, you know, I didn't get that one, but I believe you. Uh, Nigel, thank you very much. Nigel says, one more to make up for the last couple episodes I missed. Uh, Got to crash out soon, so we'll catch the rest while at work tomorrow. Praise St. Philip. Oh, Saint? You've been sainted, Philip. Play, praise St. Philip. May he bless the rest of the show. I don't know if I want him to do that. But thank you. CRJ says, you signed the employment contract. I'm legally required in Diagonalon to one-up myself until you tap out. Morgan gets the insurance money. If this be a battle of wills, CRJ, you will find I'm very unprepared. <laughs> what am I? I don't know. All I know is I don't want to throw up on the stream. And I feel like it's going to happen someday. Someday soon. Not today, but soon. Someday soon. Plutonimus says, is PP the cuck commander? Yes, he is. He's the commander of the cucks. He's Millhouse. He has the same energy as Millhouse from The Simpsons. That meme where I saw that. It was just him. And then there was the episode where he took his glasses off and he's like, Ugh. he just looks so much worse. And it was, it's the same. I'm like, this. That's one of my finest works, I think. Millhouse. 
Millhouse is the Millhouse so far is the legacy of season three, I would say. <laughs> but we are only at the midway point. There is some weird stuff coming up soon. Matt on Breezy says, uh, further out to sea, chilling with the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. At the bottom of the sea. No, it rose to the surface. It's a ghost ship. Slippin', what's up? He says, the missus is asking, what's with the furnace? Imagine now I have to explain why its name is Colbert. What do you mean? What's wrong? What's wrong with the furnace? It's a Safford Mogul heater. Numbered whatever. You don't have a Civil War era furnace in your house? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Colbert, uh, he keeps us warm. He keeps us warm and he keeps us safe. Safe. Safe at home. Stay home, stay safe. Jake says, I would probably have paid attention and enjoyed class more if they let me blow lines at my desk. Kids with ADHD get pharmaceutical meth anyway. Good point. That's actually, that's true. <laughs> safe snorting kits are the natural evolution. I just find it crazy that people don't, they don't seem to appreciate that this didn't used to be a thing. V- very recently. Not even 15 years ago. 15 years ago, um, most people weren't on drugs. They are now. Most people, as in more than half, I'd wager it's like 60% maybe or more, are on drugs all the time. Uh, Do you think that's a good thing? Like, that's not... How did we survive before the miracles of the pharmaceutical industry? Well, I know birth rates were much higher. Life expectancy, life, um, oh, what's it called? Like the satisfaction in debt. People were happier. Much happier. It's actually been plummeting since World War II. Straight down. Every decade. Isn't that weird? diet's not very good we're not we're not healthy we're not doing well and the people that are profiting off of us not doing well insist that we must do what they say to feel well i mean you just roll your eyes at it because it's obvious to me and i'm sure it is to many of you but there's so many people out there that just don't i guess they just don't do not have the mental horsepower to understand this problem they literally do not see it. Like pattern recognition. I could go one, two, three, and they go four, and I go one, two, three, one, two, and they'll still like, uh, what? what's next? Like, how do you not know what's next? One, two, three, one, two, three. The people that are getting exceedingly rich off of you taking their products which you need because you're sick, are telling you you need to keep taking more of their products so that you'll feel better. And you do this. You you listen to them. And there are people, having heard what I just said at the end of that sentence, go, yeah, and? They honestly do not see what I'm saying. And I am at a loss for... I do not know how to proceed at that stage. I'm like, you're, you're literally too stupid for me to explain this to. 
Like you're you're not going to get it. You're not. You might as well have Oppenheimer come down here and show me the blueprints for the for the atom bomb, and I'll just be like, he's going to go. Don't you see it? And I'm going to go. I have no idea what I'm looking at. But someone that was intelligent enough and had training and and understood what the blue, you know, what I mean? knows what he's looking at would go. Holy shit! What is that? Right? Because he's smart. Uh, maybe that's not a great comparison, but you know what I mean. Some, not everybody can be an astronaut. Everybody has a ceiling. You don't have, if you don't have a two hundred twenty IQ, there's going to be shit you're not going to understand. All right. Conversely, if you get down to a fucking eighty five IQ, you're not going to understand anything. Nothing. You understand nothing. And the average IQ required to navigate our world is going up because of technology for two reasons. One, the technology is erasing a ton of jobs as we're bringing in a million people a year. What are they going to be doing? Who cares? Don't talk about it. That would be racist. Technology is wiping out a lot of these jobs, a lot of um, like trucking, cab drivers, all, a, ton of the, a ton of labor jobs. Farms in China are operated by robots now. Did you know that? So they're not even needed anymore. So whatever average IQ is required to do these low-skill jobs, they're not needed anymore. So now the average is going to go up because what remains, if you take away some of the low-skill jobs requiring whatever IQ that requires to do 85, 90, whatever, we don't have them anymore. Now it's like, well, now 95 is the minimum required to have a job, to do anything. And then the ones that do remain... Those jobs become more complicated and they become more difficult to do because of technology, which ex- which makes them, you've got like, so stock trading. I used to do a little bit of this and this was taking over at that time, about 10 years ago, 2014, when did I get to Petawawa? 2014, 2013, about 10 years ago, I was really into this. And at that time, bots were new. Bots and AI stock traders uh, were coming in. And they used to have what was called a, st- a trading floor. And a lot of these banks, these, a lot of big banks in, in New York and some of these bigger cities have a trading floor. And there's just dozens, hundreds of desks in some of them of guys who are like on the floor of the Wall Street Stock Exchange. And they're similar. They're just going all day around the clock trading. Now, there's no one. There's one guy in an office with 20 screens and computers run it all. All those people, we don't need you anymore. Technology took your job. And now his job is... High, it requires a higher intelligence uh, quotient than the people that they fired because he's not managing one desk. He's managing all the desks with the help of the AI. So the previous job would have been maybe this difficult. This one's going to be a little little more hard, a little more, di- little more hard. I'm not going to do this job. I'm an idiot. A little more difficult, but that's why you get a smart guy to do it, right? So who who are the, are the immigrants going to do that job too? They're all going to be engineers, a million people a year. What are they going to do? Is that no one's talking about this? There's going to be entire industries just wiped out. Powerful paychecks. Doing what? Doing what? Cricket farming? Oh, no, wait. That's going to be robots, too. Not going to be digging ditches or building railways because that's all the thing of the past. Uh, well, we don't have enough doctors. Is there any chance a million of these people you bring in, are they all doctors? Are they all nurses, engineers, scientists? Or... <laughs> I'm not seeing a lot of that. 
because we've been doing mass migration now for a number of years. I, I'm yet I've yet to see this enriching process that we were that we were so promised. Where where's the where's the land of plenty? Where's the higher living standard and enrichment? Because that's what was going to happen, and it's been decades of this, and everything is still getting worse. What's going on with that? And what are all these people going to do for a living? And they say, well, we need to import them to keep up with jobs because we need labor. We need cheap labor. The jobs are going to be going away. It's already happening. It's happening in Japan. Their economy is contracting and their population is shrinking. And that's not necessarily a bit like what? It goes like this. Everything in the world goes like this. Everything in the fucking world follows the wave pattern. All of it. The seasons, the sun and the moon. It goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. Their po- what was the population of Japan? I think it was like 180 million, something like that. It's under 200, 200 million, I think. And it gets so big, and then numbers of reasons, I don't want to spend all night talking about it, but fertility rates have gone down, and it's going to contract. But they're not going to disappear. The Japanese people are not going to go extinct. They're not just going to be like, and then everyone in Japan died. No one had any more babies. It was children of men and they all died. No, they're going to have less and less. There'll be smaller families. Some people, there'll be childless, you know, couples and so on. And then it will contract to a point. It will level off and then it will start to go back up again. That's what it, that's what always happens everywhere. Unless, of course, you're genociding them or something. But just leave them alone. We used to have 180 million people. Now we have 130 million people. What are you going to do? Yeah, you know, this this idea of perpetual growth always up forever all the time. It's not re, it's not That's not earth. I don't know where you think you live, <laughs> but I've lived here the whole time and I've never seen that happen. That's impossible. Everything that goes up comes down. Up and down. Beginning, middle, end. Well, there's four cycles really. The fourth turning, right? The turning of the wheel. That's everything. Everything is a cycle, right? You can manage those cycles. Or you can just ignore them entirely and think that you could just bend reality to your own kind of cosmic ambitions and somehow everything will just go the way that you want because you're just so, you're just believing it really, really hard. It doesn't matter, you know. Gravity is gravity, right? The seasons are the seasons. You you can imagine and pray your little heart out all you want that somehow it's going to work out, but um, that doesn't do anything. You know, actions make things happen, not not hopes. Jenstein says, NCI happens, ignored. Then they recommend another booster. <laughs> Rachel, you're up. Isn't that cute? They're just going to pretend. Again, we're, and we're supposed to pretend this isn't a thing. There never was a National Citizens Inquiry. There wasn't hundreds of independent witnesses and victims and expert testimony from all across the country and world. It wasn't in a dozen Canadian cities and towns and given to everybody in CBC and Global News and CTV and every politician and every member of parliament and every Senate chamber and everybody who's anybody with a fucking working internet connection. It just flew under the radar. They ignored it entirely because they're all guilty. They killed people. They murdered those people. People are dying right now today because of the things they did. And that's why they're not going to pay attention to it. Because they're all guilty of it. And then you still have these conservative people. Oh, we got to get the libs out. No, we have to stop the train entirely. Hit the brakes. No one goes anywhere. Hit the brakes. Lock the doors. We're going to fucking sort this out now. 
We're not doing another kilometer. Ah, you got your last mile out of junior. We are not doing another step until we sort this out. And you guys want to just walk around and pretend like everything's fine. We're just going to keep doing this. song and dance like nothing happened. Like you didn't just force medical experimentation on top of your population. And you should see the shit that's coming out through this lawsuit from the military. Oh, oh. Wayne, you should be, and I hope it's possible, but you, I mean, you're pretty corrupt, right? But in theory... In a, in a sane world, Wayne, you should be in jail for the rest of your natural life, if not executed for treason. I don't know if we still have the death penalty in the Canadian Armed Forces for treason. We might. You could still get shot for refusing to do your job until the 90s. <laughs> like It was extremely rare. I don't think it's happened since World War II. If it even did, it kind of became a unpopular practice after world war one but you know very special cases every once in a while you're like yeah shoot that guy fuck him he sucks uh when you turn on your own military and butcher a bunch of your own men and destroy everything for for your own political ambitions yeah that's treason that's tr- that's definitely treason how is that any different if you turned over plans to the russians or the chinese in the middle of a, of a battle that ended up getting a bunch of people killed because they were going to help you out that would be treason right because you, you helped you, you harmed your own cause to assist yourself. That's treason. So what would this be then, Wayne? I, I don't know what the answer is. You'll have to answer for us because the entire military would like to hear the answer to that question. <laughs> or maybe is it just not what you imagined? Is that what it is? I just imagined it differently. It's not how I just not how I experienced it. Is that going to be your excuse? <laughs> Shoulder arms. Simon Stevenson says we need to make a movie called Cocaine Goat. It would be way better than Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear was stupid. <laughs> it was like that was Ray Liotta's last movie, Cocaine Bear. He seemed to have he seemed to have fun with it. So I mean, good for him. Uh, it says Phil just got going on a rampage on Parliament Hill. Did he? He's probably out of control. Michael, he says we have a former Cirque and new listener named Tim tonight. Please say hi and make him feel welcome, would you? Your future PM. Thank you, uh, thanks, your brother. God bless you and everyone listening. In Jesus' name, Amen. A Cirque, Tim, a Tim named Cirque. There's a lot of. There's a lot of them. They're out there. We've got those pins on. Oh, my mouse. Check that later. Anybody on it? No. <laughs> you guys are building flags on you. I can't believe uh, they haven't figured out how to just permanently remove me from YouTube. <laughs> I'm like an STD. I just will not go away. <laughs> It pleases me. Um, what else? What, what are we talking about? So, yeah, we're snorting drugs. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. So you got to get a booster, guys. Get another one in the fall. They're recommending it. I'm not making this up. If it's been at least six months since their last one, it's time for another one. So Rachel needs this. It should be you, you should be on number six or seven by now because she skipped number five. Uh, 
I think she skipped number five or number four. <laughs> I should get this many five. <laughs> uh, wallet inspector. And then every six months after that, do you guys not trust the science anymore? What's going on? Why don't, why don't you trust the science? The science says get another booster if it's been at least six months. So I don't want to see any... Listen, I am a science denier. I'm a denier of all kinds of things. I'm a crazy person with no credibility at all. You're an upstanding citizen and truth teller award-winning journalist. So it's time to trust the science for another fifth, sixth, and potentially seventh time. And I expect updates, photos, band-aids, pointing, you know, all of this. Hashtags, time to get vaccinated. Because the pandemic is not over. The science has not changed. And we trust it, don't we? They want so badly for this to be over. You, you fucking people were so wrong like it's it's now remember the you know maybe a year ago year and a half ago i remember saying like who do you think will be the last person to get off the bus off the short bus because the people were like hanging on to this delusional ridiculous narrative like it's real <laughs> and like eventually there's the last people are still going to be in there like no it's not over the pandemic right and they're still wearing masks and they're still doing all that and you're like that's going to be the most embarrassing person to be in the world and we're getting down to that. We're getting around that. It's pretty much done, right? I don't think there's anyone still openly trying to sell this to anyone anymore. Even the ones that previously were, they know. They know instinctively how bad it is. They know, like I saw somebody mention that, that uh, the debate that Fuentes had with Destiny, Destiny's own people, they know how fucking bad that went for him. <laughs> they know. They don't want to say it and admit it out loud, but they've definitely got their tail between their legs and they just want this to just go away. Well, I'm not ever going to let it go away because you fucking killed people, okay? You're a murderer and uh, you're going to get reminded of that probably every day forever. So, Something else the media is strangely doing. I mean, they get really upset about the strangest things. Right now, somebody somebody comfort CBC. They may need a top-up of some some... Zoloft and some pills themselves. They're saying CBC says the Sound of Freedom movie is a dog whistle for xenophobic pro-life types. It's just just like um, <laughs> you know, where that video, remember that Henrik uh, video that Henrik had the last time I was on Red Ice, and he's like, guys at a journalism desk, and he's like, just grabs a random dildo and throws it at the wall behind him, and it lands on fucking xenophobic and uh. What? Pro-life, xenophobic pro-life types. That's that's what we're writing about now. What did, you're just making things up now. And by the way, I, I haven't even seen the movie. I've just read a synopsis of what it's about. And the guy he's rescuing foreign children, like Spanish or you know Colombian kids or something. Z- xenophobic. So the movie's about ch- saving children from pedophiles. And I think CBC's confused because they've never seen pedophiles be spoken of badly like this before. And they think, well, what's wrong with pedophiles? Right? So they don't they don't seem again, the schism, right? They're on the other they're way out there out to sea. They don't understand. They don't In a recent interview on CBC Radio, pop culture columnist uh Rad Oh boy. 
Um, <laughs> Roger Stevenson described the success of the new hit film Sound of Freedom can be attributed to xenophobic, pro-Trump, pro-life, to also pro-Trump now too. What does this say about you when there's a movie, one of which, of there, how many movies have come out in July? 20? How many will be out next month? 30? So there's hundreds of movies made every year. One of them is about this, and you have to be like, that fucking xenophobic fucking Trump people! Are you okay? Why are you so triggered about the... Oh, because you sympathize with the pedophiles, right? But that's not even what it is, truly. What it really is, is they hate you. They hate, they hate conservatives, hate you. They want you to die. They just desperately want you to die and not exist. And conservatives love these kinds of messages. They very anti-pedophile, very pro-children, life, family, nation, community, and all this kind of wholesome stuff, which they hate. And uh, you like this, therefore, this must be destroyed because it's something you like. It's it that that's as simple as it is. That's the psychology, and it's they're they're children. They're fucking ridiculous goblin people. And I'm so just <sighs> neuter yourselves faster. Oh, what is this? Oh, that's not... Uh, oh, yeah, the trucking stuff. Ukraine. All right, we're doing the boosters. The war. And... What else? Anything else? <laughs> about that. That's about it. That's what I got left. And we still got... We're only even halfway done. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're getting there, I suppose. <laughs> but it's... uh. Yeah, the immigration's not stopping. It's actually it's actually going to be increasing dramatically, apparently. Apparently, we're not taking enough refugees still, migrants, whatever it is. We need more. We're going to get to some of that in a second. Simon? I read you already. Yeah, it was this one. Jen Steen says, heartbreaking film, but very good. Highly recommended. I've heard it was good. I'm going to close these. I always, uh, I shouldn't. <laughs> close them all. Oh, no. I bookmarked that one by accident. Oh, crap. I should never have done this. As soon as I start doing things differently, I make a mess. I don't know. <laughs> Mom Life says, Wild Week so far being against child trafficking and being physically fit are the new extremes of society. Exactly. Because it's what we have what we want to do. So it must be evil. And you must be Hitler. It's they're, they're, You can't reason. They're not... It's like talking to aliens, and I'm just like, you're not a person to me. Like, we're not the same species. You're you're the proto-whatever human, and I'm the other kind. But we're not... I don't even engage them. I don't even talk to them. I don't respect them. I don't want to listen to them. I don't give a shit. I just... It's like when you're passing, you know, Indian people in the mall, and they're screaming at you, Fuck you, bloody! Oh, fuck you, bloody! You're just... Yeah. I, yeah. You just... <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, why are they... Because that's what they're like. That's why. So she says, uh, if that's the case, I'm more than happy to be called extreme. Thanks for the rage cast, sir. You're welcome. Well, it's just a word like anything. They're going to call you names. Oh, no. Oh, no. That would be terrible. Did you call me a name? I guess I better lay off the pedophiles then. 
I guess I better. I, I guess I better not criticize the open border policy that's having people killed in the streets of our cities and towns all over the country. That would be right. I would be called names. Fuck those dead people. Fuck their families. Who cares about them anyway? They were probably bigots too. Fuck them. Lots of them are white anyway. So double fuck them. That's dun 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 dun. I this place. Turbo, he says, you have one of the best truth shows online. Thanks. That's, well, thank you. I don't think that's true, but uh, I don't even know what else is out there. I, I don't even watch much of anybody else anymore. I, that that one, speaking of, that one with uh, uh, Fuentes and co, that was the first one I've watched in a while. But I was also doing other things, so I was kind of listening as I was walking. And Anyway. Wallbanger says, no need to read this aloud. Oh. But I don't know, where's that button? What? Change system sounds. Where is this? I'm already. We're already on. A, we're already on the wrong. <laughs> I'll have to try another day. Wallbanger. It's. It's not going to be today. It will not be this day. Why is this camera? I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's just pointed up higher. Getting weirded out. Something. Peep, things move down here. I don't know why. I don't move them. They just get moved. It's weird. Jenstein says, Cirque wife just told me wildfire on the mountain where near where I live, so most likely arson. <laughs> Rage gas is on. I'm not going anywhere. Don't get burned in a fire because you're listening to me. Tell you know It probably will. Well, if you go now, you might catch them. They might still be on the road. They might be on the way to their nearest Starbucks to try dildos in the bathroom. I brought my man. I brought my lactation juices here with me if you want to try it. I'm gonna be the first trans woman to get an abortion. Can I borrow your copy of Das Kapital? <laughs> oh, all right. This is always the problem. Bank of Canada, Governor Tiff Macklem. Old Tiffy, Tiff's at it again, Tiff Macklem, says boost immigration or face even higher interest rates to curb inflation. So more migrants or else, even though you've done nothing but raise interest rates for like a solid year now, and it's up to 5%, it was at 0.5% just not long ago, you're just breaking people in half. Every basis point it goes up, more people go bankrupt. Tiff doesn't care. He says, more! We need more, or I'm going to keep fucking more rate increases. And they're going to do it anyway. What are they going to do? Who cares? You think they don't know this? These big bankers that are like, they they spend more money than anyone doing market trends and forecasting and trying to understand what's going to be. They know all these jobs aren't going to exist and there's going to be... So why are they doing it? Why indeed? Ontario announces 2.6 million in funding to help more than 300 newcomers find jobs. Well, that's nice. Newcomers, that's the word we're using. That that means not Canadian citizens. As in not you, not your friends, not your family, not anybody you know, just other people that are here now. 230 are going to women career coaching 
and paid internships. Displaced Afghans and Ukrainians find jobs. At least prioritize the Afghans over the Ukrainians because one of them... Never mind. While boosting Ontario's economy. No, it's not. It's not going to do anything. Because uh, we have the slowest GDP growth since the Depression. (laughs) The Great Depression. Like, it's going to be bad. And it's beginning, like, people are starting to feel like, oh, no, it hurts. I'm like, yeah, we're just getting started, though. Like, it's going to start to, you need to bite down on this. <laughs> bite down on this. It helps. If you've never seen Starship Troopers, if you've never seen Starship Troopers or read the book and you can't do a pull-up, God, I fucking hope you get monkeypox on your face, on your eyeballs. <laughs> Canada's GDP is uh, per person is growing at its slowest rate since the Great Depression. GDP per person, yeah, I know what it is. But maybe other people don't. Per person refer, <clears throat> refers to the total monetary or market value of all finished goods and services produced individually. How what we're worth as a country. The report, what is behind Canada's growth crisis, demonstrates that the country's per-person GDP grew by 0.8% after adjusting for inflation. Higher the taxes, lower the GDP growth goes. That's generally how it goes. We're more taxed than anybody's ever been. No one can start businesses. No one can hire people to work for them. No one can feed themselves. No one can fucking do anything because everything's too expensive. Why, Why aren't they making money? Why aren't the peasants... Why aren't they doing? Because you stole all their shit and squandered it up the nose of a fucking Jewish guy in Ukraine. That's why. And you're just dumping millions of people into this stagnating economy. We are just... It, it, it's like a monkey carrying nitroglycerin in one hand with a gun in the other, on roller skates, wearing a suicide vest, lit by a fuse that is on fire. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen first, but this is going to be loud. That's all, that's all I can do. Plug your ears, kids. Cover your face with something. Get some iPro. This is going to be bad. <laughs> nitroglycerin gun oh he's shooting the gun off suicide vest string he's on roller skates <laughs> oh god Woo! Canada's a party in full blown economic growth crisis which is homegrown and due to largely poor government policy I would agree with that said the report's author, Philip Cross, senior fellow at the Fraser Institute. The painstakingly slow growth is a stark contrast to the United States, where the report noted per-person GDP grew or adjusted for inflation between the Trump years. 2016 and 2022 it was 11%, while Canada's was just 2.8. Yeah. Well, he's a businessman and knows how to make money. So when you're like, geez, we're really bad at making money, ask the people that know how to make money how to make money. That'd probably be a good idea. Business investment has declined and that growth is relatively flat. Why has business investment declined? Well, you're seizing people's fucking bank accounts and you're making them pay carbon taxes and you're making them pay for this and you're making them pay for that and they got to do this and they got to do that and they got to have all these regulations. There's got to be rainbows on everything. 
The, the amount of invest people have left entropy, which I'm on right now, entropystream.live slash raging dissident. If you want to catch this live and send me a message, that's the place to do it. They had to leave the country for these reasons. Many others have done the same. No one wants to do business here because you can't make any fucking money here because the people running this place are retarded and it will only get worse. There's there's no one coming to fix anything. PP is not... This is another another reason I can't stand these people. They're lying to you. He can't fix this. Oh, getting the limbs on. Well, well powerful paint checks. How are you going to do that? Here's, here's how you would actually have to fix everything. Massive cuts. Massive cuts in spending to social programs, welfare programs, fucking foreign aid pretty much just has to stop entirely. Uh... Tons of things like this. You're going to have to lower ta- austerity measures. Basically tell people, okay, so we're going to be broke. We're basically going to live like people in a trailer park that live on hot dogs and craft dinner for the next five years. Okay? And we're all just going to have to suffer it because the bill is here and it sucks and it's hangover time. And now what these governments are doing are instead of telling you the truth, are telling you, no, there's never going to be a hangover. This is forever. We'll just keep printing money, and we'll just kick the can down the road. We'll just do this forever. And the only way to do that is to keep following the same policies that put us in this horrible economic position in the first place. The conservatives will have no choice but to keep doing what the liberals were doing anyway, just to keep the ball. Otherwise, there's going to be riots. They're going to look like the ones that are responsible when everything fu- when the music stops. It was better when the limbs were here. At least I had a job. Oh, yeah. Lots of unemployment will happen as well because government subsidies will have to go away. No more money for Rachel and her friends. All of the Bye, media people. You're all gone. We're not paying for that shit either. Can't afford it. We're broke. Unemployment. That, like, that's... People are acting like this is avoidable when it isn't. There's no way out of this. And the more they kick this down the road and they inflate this bubble to make the problem worse, when it does pop, it's going to be even worse. This is like if you're gaining weight. I was saying last night when I was talking to my good friend Ferry that if you gain 10 or 20 pounds, is that a big deal? Depending on, well, I guess if you're a woman that's five feet tall, it's yeah, it's a size, it's a lot. It's, a, it's probably a lot. For me, your average guy, you're 5'9", five, 5'10", five, you're 200 pounds. You gain 10 pounds, whatever. You know, you can lose 10 pounds in a month. A couple weeks, maybe, if you really go hard. But a month, for sure. It's it's not a huge... You're like, all right, just dial it in. Start going back to gym. Three, four weeks, you'll be fine. 20 pounds. 50 pounds. 100 pounds. 200 pounds. You see what I mean? The task is the same, but the amount of effort that you're going to have to do to get yourself back to where you should have been is going to be ex- it's going to be painfully more than is necessary. If you had just stopped the problem in its tracks in the beginning. No, we're just cuz no one wants to own responsibility. No one wants to be the bearer of bad news. So we're just going to carry this party on until the wheels fall off and everything fucking explodes. That's that's the promise. That's what powerful paychecks are going to do. Powerful paychecks. Ah, inflation. I'm starting to think this guy doesn't know anything about money at all, considering he's just willing to lie to your fucking face. If you vote for me, what? You're going to bring in millions more migrants, right? We're still in the same economic shit show that we were, and you're not going to be making massive cuts, let's face it. Not to the things that you would that you should. What's the liberal media going to think of that? We've already shown us who you fucking cuck to, right? So you're going to do more of the same, even if he wins, which he won't. 
I don't think they can win. I don't think the Conservatives can win ever again because of migration now, but million people here is not it's not a little bit, guys. Even if he does, somehow nothing will change. He is incapable of doing it. None of them are. It's so that sucks, right? And nobody wants to hear that and go, oh well, uh, I guess we're Fox. Like, well, no, but it's going to suck. Basically, um, it's like this. <laughs> I'll try to make this a little more interesting. It's kind of like this. Pretend you're in the military. Now you're in a platoon. And let's say... No, a company. There's 60, 70, 80 guys in the woods. And you've got like seven or eight bosses. You're a sergeant. You've got a cigar. You're awesome. You're jacked. And you're just, uh, you're that guy, you know? And some point during the operation, it dawns on you that perhaps the people in charge don't really seem to know what they're doing. Which is alarming, because this is a lot of responsibility, and I was really banking on the fact that you knew what the fuck you were doing, so that I wouldn't die. And if you don't know what you're doing, that's not good for my chances at not dying. So we're still here in the woods, and we still gotta go to the same places we gotta go to. It's just now understand that you cannot rely on these people. You cannot depend on them to make the right decisions. You cannot look to them for leadership. You might as well just fucking ignore them because anything they're going to do is just going to get you killed. So then you do what we've done here in Dagalon. You go, all right, boys, come here, listen up. Now close the door, close the door. All right. The CEO and the Sergeant Major's fucked. They're fucked in the head. I don't know what to do about that. So when shit hits the fan, we're just going to stick together and uh, we'll just deal with this ourselves like we do, like we always do. Alright? You know what I'm saying? Like everything else! We'll just handle it like we've handled everything else! Ignore them. They're gay and they're retarded. It's fine. Alright, let's go. Bring home powerful paint. I think we should conduct a frontal assault. Yeah, don't just ignore him. <laughs> you have to do what I say. No, I don't. You're a nerd. <laughs> There's no gang team. Yeah, mutiny it is. Pretty much. I mean, you just can't rely on any of these people. Any of these systems, any of this stuff. They don't know what they're doing. They're making mistakes constantly. Everything's falling apart. And like it'd be like going to a doctor and trusting with your life, trusting him with your health, your 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 children's lives, their health, maybe. And and acknowledging I tell this story all the time, but I have to because I'm still kind of in disbelief about it. When I grew up when I was a kid, if you went to a doctor's office, you could be basically positive without even thinking about it, that this person was going to be smarter than you, healthier than you, and probably look at you and go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? And you're going to be like, I know, I know, fuck. We should definitely do better than this. And they're just going to shake their head and, you know, 
It's probably somebody in their probably like a somebody in their like early fifties who's still in pretty good shape and has lots of good health advice, you know. And tell, and instead you go in, and they're like, speak broken English and don't know how to convert pounds to kilograms and kilograms to pounds. Hmm. And then they give you a prescription for eye drops for your son that you take to the pharmacy, who you happen to still have your three year old son with you, and the pharmacist says. Who is this for? Is this for you or is this for him? And I said, oh, it's for my son. And she said, if you give this to him, he will go blind. <laughs> Who wrote you this prescription? And I said, well, I didn't. And she looked at it. She went, oh, like this has not been the first rodeo for this guy who would have blinded my infant, my toddler son. So that was a near miss. Should I go back to that doctor with a serious problem and trust him that he's going to know how to handle it? That's a life test, okay? No, obviously not. Never went back. Fuck that guy. There were words exchanged. Anyway, that's the state. That's the government. That's what these people, the conservatives, the liberals, all of them. They get caught time and time and time again doing awful thing after horrible thing, one one lie after the other, some underhanded, dirty, greasy fucking thing. And people are like, but this time, but this time, you don't learn. And if you don't learn, what are you? Are you a slave? Are you a farm animal? And think of it this way, is it wrong for your owners, our rulers, is it wrong for them to look at you as such, like property, like a slave? You literally just do the same thing over and over again, like an idiot, and you're clueless, and you don't you don't notice anything. This is like sheep in a kennel, in a, in a paddock or something, and you're just like oh, dumb sheep, you know. One of them might get away once in a while, and you're like oh look at that, yeah, you found a way out, good for him. The rest of them, it's like. They deserve it. Pump up the jam. <laughs> Pump up the jam. Pump it up. While you're on Animal Farm. That's right. Feelings of financial hardships are becoming rampant across the country because it's bad. It's real bad. 2023 Financial Stress Index, a survey of 2000, 2000 Canadians conducted by Lerger Marketing. On FP Canada's behalf, revealed money was the leading source of stress among 40% of Canadians this year, up from 38% last year, and it'll be 44% next year, and it'll be 60% after that. According to the survey, anxiety, depression, and mental health challenges are also the leading consequences of financial stress for 36%, while 48% reported difficulty sleeping. Half the country is having trouble sleeping at night. The irony of this number is is hilarious to me because do you know who's having no, no trouble at all sleeping at night is every politician in this country. And they're all having a great they're fine. Wayne sleeping like a baby. All these media moguls that they're not having trouble sleeping at night. They're all millionaires. They've all got big pensions, big you know. 
They've they've benefited the most of this. The wealth transfer, which is little talked about anymore of the last three years of the so-called pandemic, trillions of dollars traded hands, so much so that more more money went from downstairs to upstairs, from the lower stratas, the lower classes of civilization, to the moneyed few than any other time in history. This was the biggest wealth transfer in the history of human beings that we know of. It's about health. You're retarded. You're retarded. Never talk again. <laughs> let's 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 talk about more money. Unprecedented government spending during pandemic jeopardized Canada's finances. Really? I remember when they're doing these gay elbow bumps to Like just look at this photo. Just look at that photo. That's who's in, that's who we got. Those are two of the most powerful men in the country. We have, and I don't know who this is back here. Someone who's jealous, probably going to get on a threesome someday. Over here, you have somebody who looks like he should be a teacher's assistant filing books out of the way probably with an ankle monitor on with you know to do weekly you know check-ins with their parole officer after being released as a sexual criminal and over here you have an an obese alien who is made of butter he eats bees on live television oh buddy oh frig oh you yahoos out there You can take Canada very seriously. We are a fucking dangerously intense people. We are going to get things done and solve like you wouldn't believe. We're, we're going to lead the world. <laughs> if we exist. Here's another prediction. In my lifetime, and probably many of ours actually, if you're around my age, within 10, 10 years I'd say. We're going to live to, definitely within 20 years of my age, I would say, even if you're probably 50 right now, I would say you're, there's a very good chance that you're going to live to the point that Canada is no longer a country and that some, something else has happened. There's either different states, there's two or there's three or there's five or there's whatever, but Canada in its current form, uh, I don't think can survive the burden that it's under economically, socially, geopolitically. The demographics, the we've got no money. I mean, there's just so many reasons. There's no national identity. This is something else I brought up. Um, I, I talked about it the other day, and I, I just said it on Twitter, just uh, morbid curiosity. I knew what the answers would be. It didn't surprise me at all. What makes you a Canadian? One of the reasons I think we're in a lot of trouble is we don't have a national identity. There is no nothing tying us together. We, we can't really, we don't know. And a lot of people answered that question with, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. And the usual predictable answers. Hockey, maple syrup, trailer park boys, and so on. It's cold, and we say a lot, and sorry, bye. Like, that's that's not a culture. That's not special. Like, stack that up against the history of the Chinese, or the Japanese, or the Russians, or the French, or the English, or the United States, which is still a relatively young country compared to the rest, or Spain, or Italy, God help you, or Greece. Denmark and Norway have quite a, you know, 
Ireland. What do we got? Uh, hockey. Ooh, like, what, what comes to mind? A lot of people like to say Vimy Ridge. Also, 100 years ago, we were interesting. Okay, cool. What else you got? Uh, uh, Sidney Crosby. Again, sports. You going to do porn stars next? <laughs> what what else? We we got we got the record for the guy that can drink the most booze in a day. Is is that something we have too? Wow. What do you what else you got? Tell me, tell me how great it is. Sell me. Sell me on Canada. I would love to see somebody try to do that. <laughs> like go ahead. Pitch this. Pitch this country to me. Tell me Tell me who you are. Pretend I'm an alien. Pretend I'm, a, I'm an emissary from another country, another land. It's before the it's the before internet time somehow. I don't know anything about you people. Never met you before in my life. Never heard of Canada in my life. Who are you? What are you into? What, tell me. Explain yourselves. You'd have a bunch of people standing around going, um, like, I mean, like hockey and like, do you like trailer park boys? What is this? <laughs> who are these? Who are these people? Uh, lumberjacks are a thing. That's a job that exists everywhere. There's no thing as lumberjacks in France. It didn't used to be. Well, hockey. Oh, sport. Everyone plays sports. Like, do you, do you go to England and they go, oh, soccer and stuff? Like, that's way down the list. There's a million other things that England is known for than soccer. Canada's known for what? Oh. Uh, Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so there's not a, that's my point. There's not a lot tying this place together, is there? There's not a lot that, you know, beats in the heart of the Canadian man that, you know, has his eyes well up and makes him proud to What what are those things? The military used to kind of that's gone. That's just gone. Trust me. If you don't and you want to go look, I feel bad for you cuz you're going to return feeling much worse. <laughs> so, that's the that's the that's the foundation of the country. That's how strong and, and together we are and united we are. And we're coming into the headwinds of an economic crisis, probably, which hasn't been seen since the Depression. It'll probably be the worst one ever. You're going to see a lot of starvation, uh, famine in the third world in Africa. There's going to be a lot of deaths there. There's going to be probably expanding wars as well. As a con- Destabilization has a lot of crazy effects. Wars is one of them. Um, what else? You know, all the, all the different cultural, ethnic enclaves in this country, the diasporas of different peoples all over the place. Nobody gets along with anybody. <sighs> we don't own a single ounce of gold either in this country, and it's all just coming to coming apart. And what's going to what's gonna keep us together? What's going to tie the place together? What's going to keep the lights on and make sure everybody... Uh, uh, Timbits? Mm-hmm. Because I, I mean... When somebody like me has gotten to this point where that that's my outlook on the country, I'd say you're in big trouble. This doesn't, this doesn't please me. I'm not happy about this. This would be this is like describing this would be like describing the, you know, health conditioning of condition of a dying family member I have that I love. And it's like, oh, how are they doing today? Not good. Puking up blood and, you know, uh, like, what do you want me to lie? Oh, it's great. It's amazing. Come on over. As I fell out, did you grab that for me and put that back in? I swear he's not dead. This place is going to be a mess, man. I don't know. 
Oh, man. This is a man. Who wrote this? Cosman, I should have known. There's some bad shit here. This is mental. The government's unprecedented $309 billion spending spree during the pandemic has put the fiscal uh, future of, of the country at risk. According to a new report, the C.D. Howe's Institute study titled Fiscal COVID, the pandemic's impact. <laughs> I hate with me. Here's my study. It's like fiscal COVID, the pandemic's impact on government finances and accountability in Canada. I ca- catchy, you know, easy to remember. Blast the public uh, sector for untransparent on-the-fly decision-making by government leaders. Yeah, because they were being told what to do from somewhere else. The decisions that got made that are... Stop myself again. For example, there was a general, since we're talking about the military, in Alberta. His, re- I think, was he a general or he was a colonel? He was retired, and his job, what the province had paid him to do, was create a disaster response plan. This is what he was specifically paid for to do, to create in the event of things like pandemics. And what did they do? They didn't follow any single one of his recommendations, none. They just threw it out, and they made decisions from else. They had other people tell them what to do. The entire thing was a fucking fraud. Decisions that got made are going to affect our our future for years and decades to come. Yes, we're really made on the fly without appropriate deliberation, said Howe, chief executive and report co-author Bill Robson. We need more transparency from our government about how they're spending our money, especially when something like COVID happens. Here we had this major crisis. We have all these debts that are going to now have to be serviced. Yeah, and the interest rates are going up. So if they could barely afford them before, they can't afford them now bankrupt and guess what the bank gets all your shit for nothing for pennies and then they sell it to some other sucker who can't afford it who eventually goes broke and then the bank takes it all back and then they sell it to another sucker and he can't afford it and then they take it all back and around and around and around we go and they just get so rich they get so rich doing this it's almost like they've done it before it's almost like this is a cycle and we're coming up to like feast o'clock they're really positioned to make a lot this time blackrock and vanguard have been buying up all kinds of uh, you know, oh, geez, we're behind on the payments. We're going to have to sell this farm and sell that land. And guess who's right there with the checkbook every fucking time? Mm-hmm. It's going to be real expensive. Part of the impending problem is that with high interest rates, debts will be even more expensive to pay off. February report by Fraser found Canadians paid $68 billion on interest payments alone for federal and provincial government debts. Additionally, federal debt surpassed a trillion dollars in 2021. So we now owe more money than the entire country is worth. If we sold everything in this country that was worth anything, you know, GDP-wise, it wouldn't be enough. We would still be short. So it says uh, you go to, at some point, have a broad-based tax increase. you got to, at some point, have a broad-based tax increase to pay for all this stuff. Yep. Uh, and we're not hearing about that. We have a few. That's the other thing I meant to say. So, yeah, uh, lots of cuts, lots of basically austerity measures, and you're going to be broke and poor because you're going to be paying way higher taxes because we have to pay off these debts. It's, there's no other way to do it. Isn't that fun? Do you think the conservatives are going to do that? Or are they going to lie to you and kick the can down the road and say, well, the liberals, powerful paychecks. Why don't you put a powerful fist up your own ass? He says, we have a few lean years ahead. Yeah, So far, 
It could. It's going to keep getting worse. They're doing nothing to address the problem. At least they are starting to increase interest rates. But I, spending by all senior governments increased significantly by seven percent on average for provinces and territories. Nice. The government got a seven percent raise, and by a whopping seventy percent for federal government. The federal government nearly doubled its spending in one year. It's funny because it feels like at times. Our experience as Canadians in this country has doubled in size in, in, in weight respective to the pain of living here. So the government increases spending by 70%, and it feels about 70% worse here, isn't it? I think the state is the problem. It's being completely mismanaged. I guess from the standpoint of it's supposed to serve the interests of the nation and the people. That's not what, it's, that's not what it does anymore. This is a business model. Entire, Canada is just an economic zone for migrant slaves. Future historians of public finances in Canada will see from a glance that something remarkable happened in 2020, wrote the report's authors. I think part of the problem was that you didn't have enough MPs standing up and saying, wait a minute, you're totally sidelining Parliament. Oh, they didn't say anything. They sat around and did nothing, as usual. We ought to be able to rely on the government to present the information and for MPs to act on it. And in this instance, the government didn't present the information and MPs were willing to let it go. I think we need to call them on it and say, do your job. I think we need to do more than that. They don't want to do their job. They're not going to do their job. Well, they have a different job. They work for themselves, not you. Uh, What else? No more booster shots. Ukraine stuff, we can get into that next. What time is it? Probably probably appropriate. Okay. Let me check some more of these chats. Uh, Jensen says, we have the traditional A&W family. <laughs> I'm hungry now. I want A&W. Thank you. I'm going to get some someday, maybe tomorrow. Because it's closed and there's nowhere to get an A&W hamburger at quarter to 12. Jake says Canada's claim to fame. We can import more migrants per capita, most complacent sheep-like population. We have Slava harder than any G7 country. That's true. We've given more of our money, your money, I should say. We have given more to Ukraine than any other country on earth per capita. Like per person, to the man. We slavid so hard, but we're not done slaving. We got we to slava more, guys. I know you don't want to hear this, but... Well, yeah, you do. We love to slava. Slavaing is one of our favorite things to do. Time to chest feed. <laughs> Sometimes I just glance at these other, you know, these platforms, and I'm like, why did I why did I read that? I'll Get out of here, fly. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill your family. I'll find out where your nest is and I will burn it. I will burn it like an alien hive of unwanted. Did I get him? Damn. This isn't over, fly! Not by a long shot. Um, Ukraine. Well, oh, well, before we do that, I do want to look at this clip. This is fucked. Then we'll, then we'll look at Ukraine. Then we'll get to poor fucking... This, this is the first one I saw. It was from Kim, Kim.com. Just says the end. This is at the NATO meeting in... Uh, uh, is it Lithuania? Where is Vilnius? Latvia? No. Lithuania. One of them Baltic states, I think. He's just standing there like... No dance partner. 
The weird kid nobody invited. Who invited that guy? Why is he here? Why is he dressed like he's like he's uh He's just wearing a, an olive drab green What is it? Everyone else is in formal business wear and he's lost in hiking shoes looking like a complete fool and it's you're dead dude they're gonna throw you to the wolves you stupid bastard good thing you slava though but before we get into that um this was great nothing gets by nothing gets by mr stack does it um i didn't see though this whole interview i haven't bothered i'm not gonna bother um i'm personally not a fan of the guy but this was an interesting exchange. Uh, Blackpill posted this, Devin Stack, and I was like, nothing ever gets by him, does it? Listen to this. Taliban even fight and resist the American war machine. They don't. So this is Andrew Tate having a uh, sit-down interview with uh, Tuck- Tucker on Twitter. I guess this is his new show, whatever he's doing. And that was yesterday, the day before, and they're having a little exchange here. But check this out. Stand a chance. Like, why are these terrorists even fighting against the American war machine? And my dad said, they're fighting for their way of life. They want their wife and they want their children and they want their society and their language and they don't want pride flags and they don't want American bullshit and they don't want to be told what to do. And they're fighting to be a culture and be a people which is independent in and of itself. Like they're not the bad guys you think they are. They're people who are like, why are you here? What do you want? We don't agree with that. That's against our holy book. Fuck off, right? So even, (laughs) there's no such thing as good and bad in any war. And, and, and people- Who is your father? My father was a, a chess master. Uh, he wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right. This is Devin. Right. <laughs> so, so Tucker Carlson's dad is CIA, and Andrew Tate's dad is also CIA. And, and look at, look, look, just look at how, how confused. Like, look at that, that Tucker look. Like, who's your dad? I. I have no idea who your dad is. Look at look at this face. Who's your father? I've never heard of this guy. I've never heard of it. I can't believe that that we have so much in common. That you know, who is CIA your dad? He was a linguist at the CIA. Yeah, he worked for the CIA. Wow, that's crazy. My dad too. <laughs> who would have thought? Look, I, look, whatever, right? I'm just saying that's bullshit. The idea that like Tucker doesn't know that <laughs> Andrew Tate's dad is also CIA. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Really? Wow. Like, what is... <sighs> oh, my dad was also a CIA officer. Oh, totally. Yeah, everyone Everyone has... Everyone knows at least somebody. Let's go see. Very, very common. All right. This is funny. <laughs> this is taken from that shot. There's another shot of him looking like this at the cameraman. <laughs> Looks like it's gonna explode. <laughs> and somebody put him into this beautiful mural. Great artwork. Fantastic. The gates of heaven. Who's up there? You got Osama's up there. Noriega's up there. You got Saddam. You got Gaddafi. You got a party, is what you got. And uh that's you're next. You're next, big Z. You'll see some of the old headlines here. And if anyone's confused, all of these so-called, oh, tyrants, and they all started out just like Zelensky as an inserted American-backed puppeted, you know, we're just going to use you for our purposes, and then you no longer serve our purposes. We're just going to fucking throw you. We'll just kill you. We don't care. <laughs> 
Noriega, right? CIA files helped America proved America helped Saddam as he gassed Iran in the eighties. He's fighting the Iran War. Who do you think armed Saddam Hussein and put him in power and, and established him? That was, <laughs> of course, Bin Laden fought the Soviets. You see an old newspaper down here: anti-Soviet warrior puts his army on the road to peace. How'd that work out? Well, I mean, and then you just used him again. It's ridiculous. It's like you have to be insane to just willingly like, oh, sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna ally with Washington. They want they want to help me. Washington came to me with help. Oh, did they? Yeah, I bet they'll be super helpful. Gaddafi, how he went from foe to ally, and then back to foe, <laughs> and then he we came. He saw. He died. <laughs> oh, America's lost ally. And yeah, you know, what what's your headline going to be like? See, what will yours be? Sweet, sweet Zelensky. Sweet little. Tiny four foot tall Zelensky. Sweet little man, little man. <laughs> Seriously, he's very small. <laughs> I mean, they're up on a higher stage here, but you can tell by like these. He's about, I'd say he's about five foot four. He looks like <laughs> five three. I don't know. He's not, uh, he didn't get the right manlet jeans. You know, Putin's probably about the same height or maybe a little taller, but uh, things are going a little bit differently over there for him, aren't they? There's a, there's a difference between the two. <laughs> oh, get out of here. All these pop-ups. Get out of here. I don't want to see you around here anymore. Um... Yeah, we'll get into this, some of this Ukraine stuff. This I thought was interesting. I've been on this guy's podcast a couple times. Nice fella, Sean Newman. And he, uh, just a clip popped up and I just saw it, whatever. But there's a couple of things in here that I think are interesting. So what happened was, um, well, I'll just, I'll just let them explain it. The Russian Pavilion will not be part of the 2023 Edmonton Heritage Festival. The Edmonton Heritage Festival Association Board announced on Friday. The board says the decision was made due to safety concerns as a result of the ongoing conflict in Ukraine and will be reviewed on an annual basis going forward. This is stupid. Like, are are they worried that that the Russian Pavilion is going to annex the Crimean booth next to it? Ironically, this is happening at an event that is meant to celebrate diversity and inclusiveness in our society. Here- so first of all, yeah, it is funny that they're like, oh, they're having a festival for diver- t- d- d- diversity and inclusion and excluding people from the diversity and inclusion <laughs> festival because they're ethnically Russian. They have Russian heritage. Okay. But uh, this guy, I don't know who this guy is. Is this the other 222 minutes? Is that actually him? Is that the guy? I don't know what he looks like, but um, very naive take here. It's interesting. Listen. Here's the kicker. Is everybody who is going to be at that Russian pavilion no longer lives in Russia. They don't live underneath really? Vladimir Putin. These, these are people who are Canadian citizens who are now living in Canada. They're not part of Russia. And the Ukrainians aren't part of Ukraine anymore. And the fact that you're just like, Oh, well, you know what? You don't have the right accent. This is the kind of shit where we locked up the Japanese in World War II and had our own concentration camp. And the Germans. Or the Russian pavilion will not... So this guy is saying, like, oh, well, they're here now. Like, what's the big deal? Nothing. Who cares? There's no problem. As if there's no hostility. There's an ongoing war between Ukraine and Russia. 
and to say that there's no potential for conflict at one of these things? Like, they can't both be there. Should they both be there? What if somebody gets stabbed? What if somebody makes a comment or a remark and it's like, my family was just killed in that war, or my cousin, or my whatever, right? This isn't... And this is what Canadians believe. This is what Canadians naively, incorrectly believe. That when they when these people come here from these other parts of the world, that they're going to leave their their baggage at the door. They all throw it in the ocean and they just show up with open arms and go, "All right, I'm here. I'm just going to do what you guys. I'm with you guys now." That's not what happens. And that's what most Canadians believe. They because that's what I would do. I would. Yeah, they're not you. I don't think like you. And um, if Canada was being chewed up by the United States in a war. And you went to, I don't know, Italy, and there's some festival in Italy, and at the festival in Italy where you're going to have your Canada booth, there's a fucking American booth on the other side of the courtyard. How are you going to feel about that? How are they going to feel about you? The idea that simply because if I just take these people, I, this is the magic dirt theory. This is This is why I think... <laughs> For a bunch of people who have never spent any time looking at maps, they seem to place a lot of importance on maps. Like who's on what magic dirt is what team they're on. It's very childlike and hilarious. Just because you take them from one place and move them somewhere else, they, they don't. It, this isn't like trading hockey players. They don't just put on a different color sweater and be like, oh, I'm. Their baggage comes with them. Their ethnic grievances come with them, and they fight each other in the streets, and they kill each other like in Brampton, when you have the Sikhs and the Punjabis killing each other all the fucking time over nonsense, over something that has nothing to do with us, and puts our people in danger, and now they want a fucking ethnostate. Like, yeah, we want Khalistan in Ontario. We want fucking, we want, we want, we want, we want. Planes are getting blown up. People are getting stabbed in stores. Oh, but you're here now. You shouldn't care about what happens in India. We're like, No, they shouldn't, but they do, and that's a problem. And that's why this isn't, they just, they don't live in reality where they think that this, that's how it would be. I mean, if I was going to move to another country, because I'm like, fuck Canada, I'm done. I'm going to go, I'm going to move to Idaho and I'm going to be an American. I'm going to be American as fuck. I'm not going to be waving, it's pretty close by, but if I chose to leave and fuck off, I mean, that would be it. I would dedicate myself to that. I'm like, this is my home now. This is who, the, this, these are the people I feel I, I want to be with and you know, whatever. They, they're not, those people are not immigrating to Canada for those purposes. Many of them, most of them, it's a, it's an economic free zone. All right. It's, it's economic migration. They're coming here for personal reasons, for economic advantages and purposes. And that's it. They're not, they're not here to help build the country and, but they don't believe in the like What country? Timbits and fucking Wayne Gretzky? Like, what are you talking about? So they're going to bring all the rest of that stuff there with them. And we're bringing them in huge numbers, millions actually. So there's not going to be any assimilation here, and that's that's the problem. You can't immigrate massive amounts of people to a country and not have and, and assimilate them. That's impossible. What you, what you then get is a is a diaspora or a sub like a state with a country with a nation within a nation. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier, and he was we were talking about some stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, I knew these guys in you know Toronto, and they were, you know, if they were Chinese or black, whatever." And it's like, "Yes, but they would have been integrated." They've adopted a culture because they came. They didn't come here tens and twenty thousands at a time. Move, all move to the same neighborhood and then just do everything in Chinese. And now that's just a Chinese neighborhood. That's just a piece of China in Toronto. Now that's what that is. That's not an assimilated. They didn't adopt and and conform and and blend into the into the whole of Canadian society. Like immigration is supposed to be like that scene from 
from Terminator, you know? Oh, this is going to take too long to find. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be the first. Yeah, pretty much is. Or no, that's... Shit. I'm thinking of the wrong part of the movie. I'm not going to remember. There was a part in Terminator 2. He's climbing up the back of the uh, police car, and a piece of his arm, get, the steel gets hooked. He shoots it off, and he throws it away. And then uh, the T-1000's walking up, and he stands next to the, this intelligent, artificially intelligent uh, piece of metal that can move and stuff. And it just bloop, blends back into his foot, and he keeps on going. That's what immigration's supposed to be. We'll just take this little piece, absorb it into the hole, and we'll carry on. That what they want to do and what they're doing is like, we're just gonna how about you leave your shoe to this entire other person and you leave? I'm sorry, this <laughs> wait what? Yeah, no. Yeah, we want you to just uh we don't want you to absorb this little piece. We want you to leave a shoe and and your wallet and just walk away and we'll take the rest. The rest belongs to this person now. Where'd you come from? <laughs> They're not going to integrate. They they don't. They ghettoize and they stay and they stay. They become a, a cultural, you know. Um, we use the word ghetto, but I mean <laughs> it's kind of accurate, right? And then you get no go zones all over Europe and the violence and the shootings and the killings and the police don't go. It's just it's really good. It's good stuff, right? So that's how a lot of Canadians think. I think they're naive, and I don't think because they've been. I think because a lot of them have been sheltered from this. Um, they live far away from the consequences of this. I saw another uh, quote say something like, your proximity to these wonderful, you know, oh, it's diversity and it's so amazing and it's so enriching. The people that are most for that stuff are the furthest away from it, from, from it on the ground. The people pushing this don't live anywhere near it. Um, and the people that are supporting it, yeah, they don't, uh, they don't see anything wrong with it because they literally don't see anything wrong. They don't see anything happening. They don't see anything... They don't live in these cities, or they don't go there, or they don't travel, they don't really. It's something you take for granted. I mean, I didn't even, I got to see so much of this country the last three years. Hilariously, as everyone's locked down, I did more traveling in the last three years <laughs> of Canada than ever in my life. And uh, I didn't die somehow. I don't know how that happens. I don't know if that's possible. Because you can, I mean, COVID was just everywhere, right? It was killing everybody. I was staying in hotels, flying on planes, didn't wear a mask, didn't care. Super alive. Super don't regret not getting vaccinated. Oh, you're going to regret it. I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Man on the Mountain, thank you very much for that, sir. Appreciate you. What am I looking at over here? Yeah, somebody says, like, they're a burden. Well, millions of people are going to be a burden when they don't have anything to do for work. And, you know... AI and, and uh, automation are driving people out of the workforce. Like It'd be like the Industrial Revolution. There's going to be tons of jobs that are just no longer don't no longer need needed. They don't exist. Like for example, like the word Schumacher, Schumacher. There that used that used to be a thing that everyone did in every town and city and village. There was a person that made shoes. It was like a trade, like anything else. That's gone now. You just those are only made by Chinese kids in slave factories in Southeast Asia for Adidas. Who's really mad at Kanye West? Because he's he's reprehensible. He's immoral. He's terrible. 
said the said the slave factory owning Adidas company. Okay. Oh man, let's pluck it, please. I got that already. Oh, well, I guess this is uh, relevant now. I had this Paul Watson video for later, but why not now? The backlash against illegal immigration is growing in the UK. The- Globally. That's what, okay, I'm remembering what this is about now. Um, yeah, you're going to see more of this. Because, the you know, people are reacting to what they're doing. Like, where, where are all these people coming from? They're all Nazis. They're, all- they're reactionaries. They're reacting to the things that you're doing. The policies that you've enabled and support are having... Uh, you know, impacts on the lives of these people, and they're seeing it, and they aren't happy about it, and they want it to stop. And some of these, uh, what's happening here in the United Kingdom is going to be happening every. It, it is happening everywhere. We're just further behind. But I've seen these. I've seen these. Uh, they're not secret documents or anything. It's not like I have secret plans. Of, what's in those binders? Um, but they're you know these plans for these resettlement ideas, these migration ideas. The, the cities are pretty saturated now, but they're still going to be getting a lot more. But they've got these programs to send to like oh a, a village town of three thousand people, you're going to get two thousand migrants, and you over there straight up. And they they identified hundreds of places in Canada to do this over the coming years, and they're going to just your little town of a thousand people or whatever. Like yeah, you're getting five hundred migrants, or you're getting a thousand Afghans or something. Most of them are probably going to be in their you know twenties and thirties. How old are your people? And then everything else goes up. So the number of protests outside hotels being used to house migrants at taxpayer expense. Locals in Surbiton staged a demonstration outside the Crown Plaza Hotel following the stabbing of two people inside and near the hotel. I'm going to step out of the way and let you have a, a look at the protest that's that's taking place. Um, we've got about 150 protesters, at least we did earlier on. They're kind of spread out um, around this road here, around the hotel. Migrants are also now being moved into the Weathersfield F facility in the Braintree district of Essex. Weathersfield is a small village with a population of around 1,200. A population that's about to double with the arrival of 1,700 asylum seekers, all of them male. Imagine that, you're living in a quaint, quiet, rural village in England, and suddenly there's 1,700... They've just given up on the refugee facade, the lie. Refugees, welcome. It's all men on boats in, in from eighteen to forty. It's all men, like the overwhelming majority for years, you know. And it's they just don't even bother anymore. It's so it's in Europe anyway. Dudes from North Africa and the Middle East on your doorstep. What could possibly go wrong? Similar situation in a Welsh village where 300 new arrivals will double the population, leading to dozens of job losses for locals working at Strady Park Hotel, which will now basically become a de facto migrant camp. Things were tense outside Strady Park Hotel even before the decision from the High Court. But to put a huge concentration practically doubling the population of a village, especially when you consider security, their workers, they're all going to be here. You're going to be doubling the village. What fucking accent is that? I've never heard this. And she said population. (laughs) This is, I don't know where this is in the UK, but this is a backwater if I've ever seen one. This is like the, this is the picto of of the United Kingdom. 
just can't take it. Now it's been revealed that not only is the government spending five million plus pounds every day on hotel rooms for illegal immigrants, they're also paying to keep an additional 5,000 hotel rooms empty to cope with the anticipated overflow. Proving once again that the Rwanda plan and any genuine attempt to stop the boats is nothing more than an empty promise. Meanwhile, Lord William Hague, the former Conservative Party leader, wrote a piece for the Times newspaper titled, Even Right Wingers Know... If it were me, I would tell the Brit because the British have a huge navy, or they got a big navy. I would be like, as a game, I would get the military just training with their like, uh, like their attack boats and stuff. It's like when these boats just come across, just ram them, just try and ram them right in, like, yeah, just sink them, just ram them all, free and clear. So, there's a, there's a, you know, a line, a demarcation line or something. You've got buoys with signs on them if you you know and it's like hey you're in english territory you better turn the fuck around fuck you give me stuff ramming speed ramming speed johnson timothy timothy johnson navigator for the uss what would they what are they called hmcs wait hms <laughs> one from america to canada to okay i got it this time for the hms oh, i don't know what the sherlock holmes away and just start ramming boats of migrants and you could do competitions to see who could ram who could ram the most boats, who could tip over the most dinghies. And they give out trophies to the most effective units, you know. And then at nighttime, helicopters patrol the channel, and they use missiles. So I mean, that's cool. Nighttime fireworks. They watch it from the cliffs of Dover. They do over a cup of tea. It's quite a show. No, we need migrants. Speak for yourself. This is only the start of the age of migration. Yeah, because that's precisely what we need, isn't it? More migration. This worked Apparently. out so well so far, because despite polls showing a clear majority of the population believing immigration, especially from non-EU countries, to be too high, the message is clear. Ma Non-EU countries. <laughs> Mass migration at a continued accelerated pace and the eradication of England as we know it is inevitable. And there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, France only suffers regular riots, not because of mass migration, but because it was poorly managed. So don't try to protest against it. Don't protect your communities. Don't protect your identities. Just give us more power and we'll manage it better. How about no? Meanwhile, with the four and five star hotels increasingly overflowing with migrants at spiraling costs, Brits are being told to invite migrants from Afghanistan into their homes under a Homes for Afghans scheme. More than 124,000 people have arrived in the UK under the Homes for Ukraine scheme. The amount of people who have volunteered to house Afghans? Eh, only hundreds. Quite a large and interesting Other Afghans. discrepancy. I'm sure you'll agree. Yeah, we're, I mean, they're all... We gotta save them. Refugees welcome. Why aren't the British people lining up in droves to receive Afghans right into their fucking house? I can't imagine why. Aren't you guys woke? Aren't aren't you guys, you know, aren't you gonna help? We got to get the refugees. We got to if we you know, if we don't have enough migrants, we'll just make more. We'll make more through war if we have to. So we're sending another one and a half billy to Ukraine because we are gonna slava. We are gonna slava till our dicks fall off, guys. Military hardware pledged or sent so far includes anti-missile systems, tanks, howitzers. It was just last year that I said. And was again ridiculed and if these fucking people, man, they're, do do you guys you you know you're always wrong, like I'm always right and you're always wrong. The, these people that criticize you've never once been right, never once, never once, not once.
anyway, as I was being criticized for that, uh, we're not going to get into a war with Russia. We're, uh, we're just sending aid. We're just sending, like, food and bandages. And that's all. That's all right. No, that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Oh, shut up, conspiracy theorists. We're just sending food and bandages one year later. We don't even have any guns left because the Ukrainians have them all. Tanks, anti-missile systems, artillery, we send it all. We've already sent $8 billion to Ukraine. We could have bought, you know, $8 billion. Just imagine how much that is. I used to do this show in years past because people just they and i do it and i i want to just not skim over it like it's this is an insignificant number because people go oh yeah eight billion ukraine no 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 no. picture in your mind in your bank account a million dollars or even just that might not be nine hundred thousand dollars let's say like an amount of money you could imagine and then imagine the amount of things you could do with that. Now imagine 10 times that much money. So $9 million now. What's 10 times that much money? Can you imagine what you would do with $9 million? What about $90 million? If you had $90 million, what could you do with $90 million? What could we do? What could we done in any of these provinces, these cities, these towns? $90 million. $90 million. Imagine that. What's 10 times that much money? $900 million. $900 million now. So we've gone 10 times more, 10 times more, 10 times more. We're only at $900 million. Can you imagine $100 million in your bank account? Add that to the $900 million you already have, and now you have $1 billion. One. $900 million plus $100 million is $1 billion. And we sent eight of those! Plus another $1.5 billion now. So you could say we've... We've spent a fucking couple of bucks for something no one understands. And and they act as though we have endless pockets. Canada just, we were rich as, we're the fucking Saudi royal family now, are we? We're the fucking Rothschild dynasty. We could just throw $8 billion away. The, the other article I just mentioned, or the, uh, was it True North talking about for decades we're going to be feeling the negative effects of what they've done during COVID? This is not helping. This is eye-bleedingly insane levels of spending. Like, they may have destroyed the country. This may not be recoverable. We now owe more than we're worth. I don't don't think we can get out from under this now without severe... I mean, we're going back to, like... (laughs) We might have to go back to horses and stuff, guys. (laughs) We may not be able to afford gas. We may have to de-industrialize the entire... Much to the, the, the glee of the liberals, right? But, like, that's how bad it's become. The amount of budget cuts and tax increases we're going to have to do. Anyway, so a couple of dollars have gone to Ukraine. Eight billion since uh, the 2022 start of the war, including one and a half billion in military aid. The imprecise number trumpeted by the Department of National Defense. 
releases with each promise of weapons, vehicles, or ammo has, tre- I'm not saying that word, trended upwards in June after months at over $1 billion. As a point of reference, Canada's defense budget is roughly $36 billion a year. So nearly a third of our entire military budget. <clears throat> and then soon it'll be our turn to fight. The United States, of course, has given, look at this, $46 billion. $8 billion from Germany. $7 billion from the United Kingdom. $3 billion from Poland. I mean, how much fucking money do you need? And what are you going to do with it? Why do they think money is going to win a war? Money is important to winning wars, but why do you think specifically giving these people money in this situation... That's what they need to win. They don't have trained. They don't have an air force. They don't have any trained pilots on any kind of contemporary aircraft. The Russians completely dominate the airspace. That is a massive disadvantage, and pretty much wins the war right there on its face. Is fifty billion dollars going to change that? I don't. I don't see how it changes that. Can you? Can you buy a, a new country with a fucking state of the art air force that can that can handle the Russian? No. You can buy old used planes other people don't want and try to train people on how to use them, but the war has already started. You're already losing really badly, and the amount of time to bring them up to speed to be competent on these planes. We're talking years, years and years of training. You don't have that. You don't have enough manpower. You've lost 500,000 soldiers. There's no one left to fight physically. So who? you don't have any artillery. You don't have any... What is money going to do? Where is it going? What are you spending it on? It's not ammunition. <laughs> Fucking life insurance payouts? Like, what? where is this money going? Everything we've sent has been destroyed. And I, it's wild, because I'll see this on, on CBC. They're like, oh, we're, we're, we're sending leopard tanks to Ukraine. Two weeks later, on the, the Russian channels I follow, there's those tanks on fire upside down in a field. I'm like, they didn't even make it a week. Like, oh, the leopard tanks have arrived in Ukraine. And you see them driving by, and it's like fucking 4 o'clock in the morning on one of these Russian channels. And I'll be laying in bed, and be like, bing, update. I'm like, oh, there's the tank. There it is blown to bits fucking dead people everywhere and thousands like oh yeah that attack went well it's wild there's it's so it, it's an endless amount of war porn videos it's crazy I've ne- you'll desensitize yourself pretty fast <laughs> i was talking to morgan about something earlier and i was like how do you handle some of this stuff without even she's like well i was watching isis beheading videos when i was like 10 so i mean that pretty much did it for me <laughs> She's just unflappable now. She just blinks. I could blow someone's head off right in front of her and she'd just be like, can you not do that in the house? Like, that would be her reaction. <laughs> I would never do that. Only to goblin people. Only to only to monsters from beyond our realm. And then you gotta ask, what were they doing in my house anyway? And then you gotta ask how much time we have before it grows its head back like in Men in Black and then pursues us on all fours down the highway like as we're driving away in a pickup truck and I gotta shoot out the back window I'm just reenacting Terminator now with goblins (laughs) oh there it is we sent our tanks yeah they're destroyed they have been delivered yeah they're gone they're they're destroyed they're already gone 
Um, they absolutely fucked all that shit up. There is a great, speaking of those Russian channels, what was it? I saw this good video, pretty short, but there was one from a uh, Russian soldier that was really just typical, you know, guy in the guy in the bunker talk, you know, if I can find it. Now I don't remember where I found it, but he was describing the situation and it was very amusing. Okay. That's not the one. Where the hell was this? Oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, there we go. It was no, it was not on, <laughs> came from a Russian channel, but it was on Vincent James' channel. Um, yeah, check this guy out. I don't going to have to, I'll have to translate all this because it's in. Be able to read this? Not like that. You can't. Like this, you can. It says, oh, it's two minutes. I'll just talk over him while he's talking. Basically, he's talking about how the, uh, they've, you know, they've got a monopoly on information. And uh, they've been fighting it, fighting that since the '90s. You know all about how shitty and terrible everything in Russia is, and how the Americans have so much an advantage and they're garbage. But he's he goes on to say about how the yeah, they're all trying to demoralize it, a lot like what they're doing to us now. Everything you believe is stupid and awful. But. I like, it was interesting what he says about the tanks and stuff. How there's like they're they're overcomplicated. They don't work properly. All our shit is built for wars, and yours is built to show off, and it burns nice. The leopard tanks. No automatic reloading. Nothing. They're too heavy. They get stuck. They're useless. A ton of them up here wrecked right across the road. There's a whole cemetery there now. And he says the same will happen to the Abrams tanks. It's over-advertised junk. Ours run on any fuel and can be repaired. Theirs is meant for showing off and ours is meant for war. Bells and whistles. <laughs> the Patriots a piece of shit. Airplane comes in, one shot, the Patriot fired all of its rockets into fake targets. And the airplane just... <laughs> nice rant from the Russian trench line anyway. Uh, hey, though, we haven't fought a real war against a, anybody since... World War II. Not like this. And we've kind of just been designing our weapon systems in like a vacuum against people that can't 
It doesn't matter what you make. They're not going to be able to fight back, <laughs> really. The, technolo- the technology disparity is so outrageous. It was like, you know, the Iraqis and the Taliban. and the, I mean, my God. It w- if we brought all of our stuff from the 90s, we still would have been light years ahead of them. So, I mean, it didn't make much of a difference. But the Russians are a different story. And now, if there any, are vulnerabilities, if there are things that are not going to, you know, you're going to have to scratch your head and go back to the drawing board. This is, you know, this is where they're going to come out. So both sides are getting, you know, intel about some things they're learning a lot about their weapon systems and what goes against what and what works and what doesn't and um that's the situation now they've they've sent the, you know this counteroffensive. they sent all these weapons they're all destroyed everything's been blown to hell Twenty thousand casualties now they're still just and now they're like hey let's just use banned weapons let's just use um cluster bombs let's just use that because you know, we're, we're pieces of shit. And this is one of our ministers. They try to ask her, and she just pretends she didn't hear the question because she's a fucking war criminal. Is it a war crime, is it a war crime to use cluster munitions? So, yeah. Just straight up. Nope. Is it a, is it a crime? To, is it a war crime to use cluster Um. You were saying over here, this other person that wasn't asking me things that are going to make me look like a war criminal that I am? Um, I haven't seen this clip yet, but I, I, I just saved it because I know it's going to be good. I like to save these for myself. I like to, I like to go, you know what? That's probably going to make me mad. It's probably going to be stupid. So I don't, I'm just going to leave, I was going to leave it like a kinder surprise, you know, like a, like an advent calendar. I don't know what's going to be in there, but I'm probably going to like it. So let's see what she's asked, uh, to define what, when the war ends means. Okay. What is the war? What does the end of the war mean? What does that mean? Let's define this. You say when conditions allow and when the war ends. So how do you define when the war ends? Do you mean by that, for example, every Russian soldier will be outside of Ukraine's borders, including Crimea? So first and foremost, we always have. And you know, I mean, I'm just. I can't wait. This is going to be such a. I mean, she basically is war, right? She couldn't possibly have a deeper understanding of armed conflict. So this is going to be great. Let's listen. Said that it is important that we help Ukrainians fight as we speak. Why? Because one day there will be a negotiation table. One day there will be a diplomatic solution to this war, as in any war. And so that's why we need to be able to continue to support Ukrainians, to increase eventually also their um, um, how can I say their, their their leverage at the negotiation table and that's why the counteroffensive that is happening right now is so important they're all dead Mel <laughs> wiped out did not even dislodge a single fucking Russian division your thoughts um what is division what does that mean yeah you don't know you don't know anything <sighs> We they will fight as we speak. What? What does that mean? Yeah, Harrison says she's completely unable to answer the question. Yeah, of course. Definitely did not answer the question. <laughs> what more than one point five billion in military aid to Ukraine looks like? Oh, what does it look like? I know what it feels like. It feels like uh Feels like higher taxes. At least. And again, I told you. 
The Russians will eat these fucks. This will be a, this is a joke. Now, for some reason, I incorrectly assume that the Russians would just like that 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 our the Ukrainians would be like, "Damn, we lost. Sorry, we surrender. I guess that's it." Because they because they're not insane. But they are insane, and these people are all insane. And rather than admit defeat when you've clearly been decisively defeated, decisively defeated, your back's broken. You cannot fight. The only reason this goes on is because the Russians are just they're just in a defensive position. They're just gonna hit chill. And they're just throwing endless troops into a meat grinder that they don't need to even fight. They could bomb them with artillery, uh, helicopters, aircraft. They don't have to do anything. And they just keep doing this, refusing to stop. And Slava! And they just kill way more people. And, like, how long do you how long do you keep doing this? Apparently a year. And they're still we're still doing this. They're just going to sit here. So I guess they're just going to wait them out and see how long they want to throw people at this endless fucking... So, you know, she's talking about it like she's, you know, ordering back-to-school supplies for her kids. Oh, we're going to go to the Walmart, and we're going to get the new binders, and we're going... You're killing tens of thousands of people. You're using criminally banned munitions. Uh, You're a monster. You're a war criminal. You're aiding and abetting a complete senseless slaughter and a crime against humanity. And that's just what you've done today. That's just this year. And we're still getting through the other crime against humanity you people put. You just really hate you just really hate life on this earth, don't you? You just really hate anything that is uh good. We're going to we're going to give even more. This is from today yesterday. Well, I guess today. I'm past midnight now. Prime Minister announces additional measures to support Ukraine and strengthen transatlantic security. More money, yeah, fifty million for this, thirty-five million for that, five hundred and forty-one million for this, eight billion. Oh, Jesus, four hundred fifty million dollar contract for a weapons company. No, oh, two point seven million for that. Oh my God. Now we're paying for F-16s from another country. Like, why is it Canada's responsibility to pay for your fucking senseless meat grinder? Because when I have to buy my groceries and they become more and more and more expensive and the carbon taxes on fuel and everything, that's where the money's going. It's not going to hospitals or infrastructure. It's not going to education. It's not going to research. It's not going to healthcare. It's not going to anything. It's going up his fucking nose. It's going into a black hole. Something like 50% of money that gets sent into these war zones never reaches its intended destination. Over half. It's incredibly corrupt. But again, it's far away. Canadians don't have to see it. They don't have to look at it. They just put their Ukraine flag emoji up there. Where'd all those go, by the way? That got old. That got boring, huh? Is that boring now? Where'd all the Ukrainian flags go, you cheap motherfuckers? You, you, You motherfuckers, too. And you know what? I don't... I don't... As stupid as he is, I do feel bad for this guy in a way. I, I I understand why he's angry. I get it. Because he knows this is fake. This is a fake effort. Like He knows they're not really trying to win. They're just trying to hurt the Russians as much as possible. 
and using him. They'll burn up all of Ukraine and kill every last man, woman, and child from that country to do that if they have to. It really makes no difference. You saw the pictures at NATO summit? This guy, no one cares. So people like these warmongering fucking losers, these people with your Ukrainian flags, you're buying Slava Ukraine. All around the world, you did this, and you gave him and you gave the Ukrainian people a sense that if they fight this war, that the whole world is behind them. But that's not fucking true, is it? Oh, are you going to go? You go sign up. I remember I said this a year ago. I said, you want to go? PP, you're a big, tough man. Ukraine. The prime minister, Jagmeet, all you guys. I looked it up. I said, hey, it's 55. You could be an officer in the infantry up to 55 years old. Are you going to go? Go sign up, big wheel. You want to fight so bad? Let's go. Where's all the forward volunteers? Where'd everybody go? How many people volunteered to go fight in Ukraine? Uh, 50? I, I saw a lot more than that. So you'll virtue signal and you'll lie about your support. You'll lie and pretend that you are willing to back these people up. In a, do you know what a war is? Do you have any fucking clue what you're engaging in? What you're signing up for? What you're attaching your name and your, and your namesake and your birthright and everything to? Do you have any idea? Because we're now an enemy combatant in this exchange. As far as the East is concerned. And now that they're like just getting absolutely murked and slaughtered and destroyed, and he's basically hands in the air, like, I. And what are you doing? Western liberal neo cuck? It's like the Toy Story. I don't want to play with you anymore. And just drops the doll. That's the Ukraine flag. They're playing with their trans flags right now. They're playing tranny pride season and bash the fat. They're busy with that now. There's a different thing, Zelensky. You were the current thing. We're doing something else now. We don't care about you anymore. And he's like, everyone's dead. Like you said, you said we were we were doing and i'm just we're here by ourselves like this isn't going to cut it you can't just send money and ten <sighs> current thing zelensky okay slava but like geez this is really getting tiring i mean oh my god i mean my god like totally like who invited him like oh my god is he wearing that like it's fucking sick isn't it i mean these people are bad the politicians and the leaders and so on but you motherfuckers out there with your with your your virtue signaling and your flag waving you should be in the fucking streets rioting shouldn't you be (laughs) i don't know i'm sure we're doing a lot they're getting absolutely smashed to oblivion these people you supposedly care about so much are being erased from from the world they're being massacred and their leaders are forcing them at gunpoint to go into unwinnable situations where it's certain death. Minefields covered by artillery, helicopter support, long-range artillery, rockets, you know, aids from space, satellites. You've got heavy armor, mechanized infantry, fucking drones, thermal optics, everything. Nuclear weapons, dude. And you're like, yeah, go Slava. I, I don't know. Just go Slava. Those damn Russians. I'm on Twitter fighting. I'm fighting on Twitter. I'm fighting on Twitter. That's one of the grossest things you people have ever done, I think. Now that I really think about this. Now that I have time to sit and actually look at how disgusting you people are. That you gave the, the Ukrainians the fucking... Imagine being in Ukraine. Imagine being scared. Oh my God, we're at fucking war with Russia. Jesus Christ. And they're invading... And you see all these people with all their, you know, they've all got, no, let's do it, let's do it here. The United States is attacking Canada. That's about the right, that's about a proper, you know. And all around the world, everybody's got Canadian flags in their bios. Oh, go Canada, we're going to, oh, you, you can do it, yeah, yeah. 
and we're just getting absolutely massacred. And they're like, oh, we, we believe in you. And then the Canadian flags go away. And they're, they're worried about, I think Sam Smith has a controversial costume at the Emmys or something. Yeah, yesterday's, you're, your family's still getting murdered. Like, it's all still. But they're busy. They've got something else to do. Now, they're boring. It's boring. <laughs> so you see, Big Z, you made a big mistake. Your mistake was. You trusted the wrong fucking people, just like they did. And he's probably going to die for it. I mean, there's no way this guy escapes this alive, I don't think. What's this? Oh, that's that Russian guy. Shirtless Russian tank driver guy. All right. We're going to send it all. Last one. And, you know, now they're all blaming each other. The finger pointing's beginning. The war efforts in shambles at the NATO summit. Bloomberg is just out with a devastating behind-the-scenes account of hot-headed Zelensky at the NATO summit. Yeah, he looked he looked a little cranky. Looked like he might have had a better sleep in his life. And the growing Western backlash in the face of his obvious frustration and what's being seen as ingratitude for the steady flow of billions of dollars to Kiev. But it's like, what is that, what is that going to do? It, that's not helping, really. You would have to deploy true and fight the war. Like, you'd have to fight, but we're, well, we're not doing that. We just want you to, come on, do it. You're just being completely sacrificed to just, we're going to sacrifice the entire nation of Ukraine to maybe make the Russians have a nosebleed for 10 minutes. That's what they're doing to you. <laughs> and I think he's figuring it out, and now he's really mad. And I'd be mad, too. Apparently, even the mainstream media agrees with our assessment of the Ukrainian leader having thrown a tantrum as he complained about the weak and absurd NATO stance on Ukraine's membership. The blistering tweet he issued in English. Like, th- again, like think of it from their point of view. They they promised them all of this, the fucking moon and the sun and everything. We'll put you into NATO. We're going, oh, yeah, buddy. We're, we got you. Don't worry. And none of those things came true. And he's fucked now. And the country's destroyed. Everyone's dead. They're broke. They have nothing. And now, now the, your so-called friends are looking for the exits. <laughs> oh, those people, man. I hope. I mean, I remember a lot. I remember where a lot of Ukraine flags were, and they're just not anymore. They just took them down. They're not hanging out of the windows. They're not hanging off the front porches. They're not hanging off the bridge. They're not. Where did they go? I mean, you committed to these people in a war. They're dying, but you got bored. I understand, I understand Canada. You got bored. I mean, I, I know. I know. You got bored, and something else happened. Something shiny came along, so you abandoned the fucking people in the war to go chase that now, right? You're such a fucking spiritually defeated, small, pathetic, like, runoff. Gross. Ew. You don't believe anything, do you? You don't believe in anything. Just a complete slave. A complete drone. A complete, total consumerist drone that doesn't think anything for themselves and believes in nothing and will take up the cause of a war and then, eh, just get bored and move on to something else. Because it never meant anything to you. Because you don't believe in anything. Incredible. These people are fucking incredible. Apparently, old old Big Z was running hot ahead of his running hot ahead of his sit down with NATO leaders on Tuesday. He said he'd been angered earlier in the day 
by what he said was an absurd reluctance to give his country a clear timeline on the membership. So are we going to be in NATO or what? Because that would be the reason Zelensky wants this is because it, it would be the end of the war one way or the other. Either it's World War Three with the Russians, which, I mean, he's already at war with them, so what the fuck does he care? Or the Russians are going to have to just shut her down and get out because it's like you're going to trigger our, our, was Article 7 or whatever. At any NATO country that is at war or being attacked, but they all must then band together to fight that enemy, right? So the entire war would be it. So he's like, uh, can we, what are we doing? Are we doing this? Are we not doing this? And they're like, holy horses, what's the pro? Oh my God, this guy's so like, his energy and his vibe is just, you know, no cap, for real. It is not straight bussing. It is not. All day Wednesday, the above very real photo of an photo of an isolated, defeated-looking Zelensky standing amid NATO heads of state with backs turned circulated widely. I mean, that's that's going to be a famous photo. You understand? That's like a that's a moment in time right there. Whoever got that photo is like, you got her, you got it, you got it, dude. Whoever got that photo, that is the that is the photo. That is the legacy of this man's life and the war, right there. That's the photo. How'd the war in Ukraine go? This is how it went. <laughs> that explains the entire war. They're all rich and. F- powerful and they're all well you know and he's in fucking hiking shoes broke countries destroyed no friends fucking nobody's talking to him jesus yeah yeah i can understand why he'd be probably a little UK Defense Secretary Ben Wallace says, whether we like it or not, people want to see gratitude. Well, he took up your... I mean, I can't believe I'm feeling like sympathetic to these people now, but hey, they, you basically goaded them into this and said, hey, you know, go do it. Go fight, go fuck with the Russians. We'll back you up. And then th- now this is happening and you're like, geez, how about a thank you? Like, Reporter to Zelensky, how soon after the war would you like to be in NATO? Biden interjects sarcastically, an hour and 20 minutes. What? How soon after the war would you like to be in NATO? How soon after the war would you like to join NATO? An hour and twenty minutes. Here we go. You guys ask really insightful questions. It's so funny. It's so funny. All the all the people you're killing. Hilarious. It just never ends. Monsters run this world. There's never. There hasn't been a day of my life where people. There's not been Americans killing people somewhere. Where NATO, where we haven't been killing somebody somewhere every day of my life. It's 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 bananas, you know? And it's like, oh, it's normal. Have the Russians been fighting proxy wars all over the world for my entire life? I don't think so. They had Afghanistan, and they are like, that sucked. And that was kind of it. Just a little minor skirmish, border skirmishes here and there, Georgia, Chechnya and stuff. But I don't know. I just realized I had this uh, wrong setting on the whole time. Makes it all slow. Adds a ton of lag to the camera and it doesn't even do anything. What is this stupid thing? Low light compensation. Fuck you. I don't need to compensate for anything. I like low light. This is a dungeon. This is a layer of spiders. Pocket squares that don't stay up. (laughs) The day prior... 
The much more confident Zelensky, brimming with self-righteous rage, attempting to convince NATO leaders to change course on stating firm conditions for future possible... Man, they're just so fucked. Thank you. First, I'm grateful to President Biden and to the Congress and to the people of the United States that are truly the leaders in support and assistance to Ukraine. We highly appreciate this. I'm not uh, planning to find any arguments uh, for uh, making sure that President Biden would see us in the NATO. I believe that these arguments, they should be mutual, because it's all about the security in the east, the European continent, the east flank of NATO. And I wonder if he believes that. I wonder if he actually believes these, these things he's saying. I believe that uh, NATO needs us just as we need NATO, and I believe that this is absolutely fair. I think he probably does. I don't know, man. I, I've, the older I get, the, the more I'm starting to think, like, there's a lot more stupid people than I thought, and there's a lot of people that are just, it, it is what it looks like. They're just, probably, I've met a lot of people, <laughs> you know. And these ones don't seem very... Special. I bet he does believe everything he's saying. Maybe he does. Fair. I am confident that after the war, Ukraine will be in NATO. We'll be doing everything possible to make it happen so that we would with the United States would have a same understanding and same vision. <sighs> he's been totally, they've been totally used for ulterior motives and he doesn't see it. I think he probably does now. That, I mean, <laughs> that photo was incredible. Mm, he looked like the fucking unacceptable! He looked like the lemon grab guy. This is unacceptable! But if it does come to war, this is the last one, and then I gotta get out of here. Don't worry. America will... <laughs> it's never been more deadly. The uh, president's Administration opposes provision requiring military promotions. They're opposing this position provision that requires military promotions only be based on merit, not gender or race. And the White House went, um, objection. You definitely should be promoted based on gender or race. That is amazing. I hope they... Seriously argues that rolling back diversity hires will harm the Department of Defense's ability to deter war and keep our nation secure. Yes, because being diverse somehow adds your killing ability. Not only is there great food and the enrichment and the food, and have you heard about the food? Oh my God, the food. Also, you're less likely to get killed by enemies because diversity. Why? We don't know, but we're just diverse and that makes us harder to kill. But why? I don't, you're starting to sound like a Nazi, Jeremy, and I don't like that. I don't like that you're asking questions that I refuse to answer. So instead of answering them, I'm simply going to accuse you of things. I'm going to make blanket, pejorative statements accusing you of things and labeling you things and slandering you so that no one will listen to you or your pesky questions that a child would ask because they're so obvious, but no one, ref- no, no one will talk about it out loud because we're a nation of cowards. The administration's issued a statement outlining its opposition to a provision within the latest military spending bill that required promotions within the military to be based only on merit. Oh, well, I mean, then how else would you get this? How else would you get this to be a general if you don't put that in there? Oh, it's over, guys. 
I hope they force this through. I hope they force this through because I don't think this can be avoided, man. The schism is real. And I don't... Just get out. Everybody should just get the fuck out of the militaries. And they should uh, just kind of withdraw from the system because it's going it's to crash. We can't do anything about that. You're either going to crash with it or you're going to crash adjacent to it. I'd rather be nearby than rather be, be totally in the crash, maybe? Would it be helpful? Would that be better? Oh, I gotta find this. Don't want that one. I guess I'll go with that one. So, <laughs> like, what do you do? We have all these people. They just see the world in a completely different way. They're not going to change. I think they're physically incapable of changing. And I don't think it's because they're necessarily all liars and they're just all crazy and they're they're goblin people. They don't fucking. Some of them are. Some of them are just disgusting. You know. But those are like the that's the leadership, right? But most of them, it's like biology or something. They just their brains, pathways, their neurons are just not. They're like a colorblind person couldn't see that this is a rainbow-colored army figure. I was like, oh, it looks the same colors as the other ones to me. Like, you don't have the parts to see what I see. So we have a very real schism. And it's not just a... It's not even Canadian. It's it's amongst the, the world. The ruling class elites, if you will have captured all of our institute like they're basically this is the mopping up phase. this is like the final finishing touches we're not going into a dystopian nightmare we're in one now and they're very they're close they're getting close to within range of the finish line where they can lock this down and that looks like central bank digital currencies and uh you know and and and, and digital ids for you know basic services and all that kind of, once that is in we're fucking you're literally living in the woods on whatever you can find scrap berries eating you know wood chips and stuff you know morgan said she's down for it so i mean at least at least i'll be okay with i'll be a, not by myself <laughs> they want to take society and are in the future and and every everything in in a radical direction and they are taking it in a, like this isn't normal this isn't sane this isn't natural or or this is mentally this is crazy this is crazy this is craziness i don't want to live in crazy places with crazy people i don't i don't want that i don't see this and see oh beautiful strong courageous i see a massive security risk i see people that are placing uh their cult-like religious dedication to protecting people's feelings from being hurt over everything else like national security and the effectiveness of your fucking military that's what i'm seeing and that's deeply disturbing that's deeply troubling and i don't want to be near anyone like that that thinks that way because that is so dangerous i'd be uncomfortable with having someone like that near me on a bus i don't know what they're going to do now to be this different we're too different we think too differently we're not the same. We can't coexist. We're not going to be friends. We can't be neighbors. So what happens? And that's not just Canada. That's all over the world, all over Europe, all over North America. It's in Australia. It's in New Zealand. It. So, <laughs> inevitably, sooner or later, this chasmus 
the schism is going to have to be addressed. And that can be addressed in a number of ways. It could be could be done culturally. Well, it is, it is being done culturally, and there are parallel societies being formed. There's basically everyone's kind of rallying around their own tribe. You've got the, the obeying people, you know. They're just going wherever the government wants, which is the crazy, crazy town. All right, and they think we're all crazy. And then you've got, you know, people on specifically our end, you know, the, the diagonal people and the and the far right extremists and the, you know, we're they're building uh, homesteads. All we're basically reverting back to an economic cottage industry model of like the 1940s and 30s, where everyone's basically living on homestead farming kind of communities or subsisting in some way on or through those networked communities, if that makes sense. Everybody needs a carpenter. Everybody needs an electrician. They need a plumber. Who needs them? People that you know have buildings and facilities and you know jobs and things on these you know rural and smaller communities and towns and projects. Everybody's working on to just because we can't go where they want to go. They want to go to crazy town, and I don't want to go to crazy town. But I need to eat too. And unfortunately, they're taking all of the infrastructure with them, all of the institutions with them. They're trying to take everything. And there's a struggle, uh, you know, back and forth. There's a schism happening, and we're being ripped apart. It's just uh, things are going to look different. It's going to be different. The future we're going into is going to be different than the one we grew up in. And uh, I guess that's the same for most people. (laughs) The world changes, you know, all the time. And uh, it's changing now. It's changing dramatically, and it's changing fast. And if you don't change with it, If you don't adapt to your new circumstances and your conditions, if you don't take measures into account to offset the changes that are happening and the the new kind of variables and conditions that are going to be applied to you, like, is your bank account safe? Are you going to be able to buy food at this store? And things like this. Like, these are things you're going to have to start thinking about. And there's resentment there. And, and it's way stronger on this end. The other side is like, oh, they're such babies. I can't believe they wouldn't just get a fucking needle. I'm fucking yeah, you destroyed lives and killed people, though. Like, this is, this is the, the, the seriousness of the people over here and their dedication to, the, like, they're not coming back. They're not going to go, all right, you guys are right. I was just being silly. I just went down a rabbit hole. This is religious-like dedication to, to a cause. This is, is there's... The people over here, this is more real to them than any religion or nationhood or passport they have because that that shit apparently means nothing in this country. The shared struggle of having to survive being you know beaten on and used as a punching bag and targeted by your own country, your own police, your own government, your own state, your own people has had a traumatizing effect on a lot of people. So now they only trust each other. You see what I'm saying? That can't be fixed. This is a big chasm and it's getting worse every day. Any opportunity you had to fix it, the government, the media, any of these people that are culpable, culpable. when the NCI came up, they could have addressed it. They didn't. When all of these uh, different news stories comes out, this person's died, this per- this has been proven, this is a cause of this, blindness is up to me. They could have said something and they didn't. When the Ukraine war kicked off, they could have said something and they didn't. They, all, they could have said something and they didn't. And the wedge gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, a guy had a green shirt that said being straight is okay. They could have said something and they didn't. They never will. It's just going to keep going and going and going and like i said you have to choose a side you can't be on both you can't have a foot in both camps sooner or later one's gonna you (laughs) the gap is widening too much you've got a foot on one board and a foot on the other going down river as your legs get further and further apart 
Pick one. No, I don't want to. Well, then guess what did I say? It's going to be chosen for you. I just live here. I don't make the rules. Don't get mad at me. It's better to get in early. Like investing. The rabbit. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Dagalone and the bunny waffin is real. I know it's real. That's what I'm funding. Bunny waffin. Jake, uh, Jake, thank you for yours too as well, sir. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. RagingDistant.com for all of my social media stuff, links, and things. The Substack is on there. The Telegram page is on there, my personal Telegram page, as well as the community page, t.me slash Prime. Find your friends. TNT. You're going to have to try to train. you got to find your friends and get the fuck to work because there's goblins, and they want to they eat your face. And they might eat your face. They're going to eat most of our faces, but if we're strong enough, they won't get all of our faces. They won't get everybody's face. Six separate Tyrannus, Propatria. I'll see you next time. Whenever that is. Probably not Friday. I think my, uh, I've got plans with the kids this weekend. I might be on Friday. I may not. We'll see. Take care and get after it if you're eating cheese. Well, you better be doing push-ups, too. Let me live my life. I can go get my knife. Or I could pull out the one that you stuck in my bag. For my suffering, you've got nothing to gain. My pain is your What does it say, Phil? I'm so curious. Well, yeah, I've never. You never let me use it. He's got a crystal ball. He can see different futures, different possible futures. Show us what. Uh... Oh, I know. What is the what is the uh, military policy ten years from now? Can you... 
just the general state of it, like what what are the rules are, what are they recruiting, what are they, you know. Wow, oh, he, it's that funny? Can I look at it at least? You're not sure I will? I do want to because I'm curious and I, I just want to see what it's become. Get out of the way. Let me see. Let me look at it. Let me give me get a look at this right now. Yeah, it's just mandatory homosexuality. It is just a get. It everything's get. It's all gay. It's all just a giant orgy of. There are so many rainbows. What? Do they do any training? It's just no. It's just this. So. How do they decide who's in charge? Oh God. I shouldn't. No, I don't want. No, I, forget. I asked Phil. I don't want to see this. 